What's good, everybody? This is the My Mike and I podcast with your host, Noah Alvarez. Hope everyone had a safe and enjoyable 4th of July holiday. Hope you guys enjoyed your day off. Just a reminder, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud.com. Working on expanding and putting on some different platforms. Really trying to do some research on seeing what other platforms people listen to podcasts on. And hopefully I can expand to some different websites and different platforms. Other than that, I would really appreciate if you guys could subscribe, follow us, like us, share us with your friends, leave us a rating or a review. would really appreciate you guys spreading the word of this podcast any way possible. The date I'm recording this intro is on July 5th. And yes, I did release a podcast earlier this week. I know usually I tend to only release one podcast per week on my mic and I, but that podcast, as I stated earlier in the intro and the outro of that show, it was an NBA free agency, kind of an emergency podcast. So much was changing in that first 24 hours of NBA free agency. I had to hop on with RJ Saunders, talk about the new NBA landscape, where the stars ended up, so on and so forth. So this is the podcast I did plan on dropping this week. Before I get into that, though, did want to also advertise that if you feel like you have anything interesting to talk about, want to share a life story, you feel like you're pretty well versed on a certain situation, feel free to reach out to me. You know, here at my mic and I, I'm really not restricted to any sort of topics, any sort of categories, any sort of genres. I really want to just get a diverse range of guests on the show so we can talk about a wide range of topics. Anything you guys want to, feel free to just shoot me a DM. You can do that on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez or on Instagram at Noha, N-O-H-A, underscore Alvarez. You know, just be sure to reach out to me if you feel like you got anything interesting to say on the show. I know in the coming weeks, I do plan on having a few movie or TV show related podcasts. I think I'm going to do a Toy Story 4 movie review podcast. I'm thinking also Stranger Things 3 and Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Both of those just dropped yesterday on July 4th. So a lot of good content on its way. And if you feel like you have anything interesting that you want to talk about on the show, feel free to, like I said, DM me, and maybe we could chat about possibly linking up and recording a podcast. Almost forgot, shout out to Generic Sports for producing the instrumental in the background. Check out more of his work at soundcloud.com slash generic sports. Also, shout out to Vince Correa for designing the new My Mike and I logo. Also, designed the old Podfathers logo, too. So if you're looking or if you're listening to some older episodes, yeah, Vince made that logo too, so shout out to him. On this week's show, I have Josh Vargas. He played baseball professionally in Mexico for a couple years, but before that, he was a member of the Cal State Fullerton baseball team that went to the College World Series. So we talk about his journey, not only at Cal State Fullerton, but getting to Cal State Fullerton. We talk about his journey afterwards too, his time spent in the Mexican League, the many injuries he's faced. And I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but it's a really intriguing story. Also, post-baseball career, what is, he, what is his goal? What does he plan on doing with his baseball knowledge? A lot of good stuff. You know, I've mentioned in the previous podcast that I really like having guys that uh, I really like having guests on the show that come from Orange County and places like Santa Ana. And he was a Santa Ana kid himself, born and raised. So really happy to have him on the show. Really good conversation. Without further ado... Hope you guys enjoy the conversation with Josh Vargas and I. All right, well, first off, I want to thank you for sparing some time to hop on the show with me. 
Now, the first question that I wanted to ask you, Josh, you went to Seagersham High School and just looking at some of your stats on Max Preps, you did really well. What was the recruitment process like from you out of a high school level? Um, honestly, oof, man. My freshman and sophomore year, I, my freshman year, I pretty much only played baseball because I didn't think I was going to, I fell out of love with it when I was about 13, 14, just I'm sure every kid, I talked about a lot of my hitting lesson kids, and you see them butting heads with their dads. Mm, yeah. And that was me and my dad, where I'm like, dude, I don't even want to play this. I want to play basketball. And you realize I'm only 5'10". I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. But, yeah, that was at that point with me and my dad. And then I was also like, I mean, I played with Matt Chapman, played with a bunch of guys in the big leagues right now. And oh, you wow. could probably, I mean, if you ever were close to them, you'd probably like, yeah, that kid sucked. <laughs> Honestly, I was terrible. I was tiny. And then went to Sigurdsson and pretty much was like, I don't want to be the guy who just goes to PE. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to play baseball. You know, right, whatever. I'll play baseball. Played baseball first year and played varsity. And I was like, it's pretty good. I was like, okay. I got that confidence back, you know, playing Sigurdsson's Division Four. You know, they're not very good, but it was fun. Got second team all conference. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. As a freshman? As a freshman. Okay. Like, okay, cool. And then sophomore year, kind of thought I was, you know, pretty good. And then... <laughs> Like every other Santa Ana kid, messed around with the grades and oh, was yeah. actually ineligible. Man, that was Yikes. a lot of things. A lot of something a lot of kids don't know. Like, and mm-hmm. I tell them, especially like I'm coaching at Cypress College right now, and we have a we had a pretty good pitcher, and he was our shortstop, looking throw, and I was like, dude, you can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Found out he had like a one point something GPA, and I was like, you know what? Yikes. This is the perfect time to explain my story to him. You know, I went to I was ineligible. And then after that, I made it a thing like, do like it hurt so bad. Didn't talk to my dad for six months. I was like, I will never do that again. Mm-hmm. Got my grades up there from you know like three and then another three senior year. But in the end, didn't really work out. I had Kelsey Fullerton call me about junior, going into senior year summer, and didn't have the grades. Yeah, uh, I was nice. like, and it was my biggest fear too. Was all my coaches would be like. Don't be like every other kid from Santa Ana who's got okay. the talent but don't have the grades. And it just stuck with me. Just like, dang, I don't want to be that guy again. Uh-huh. So had to go to junior college. I was like, I don't have the grades. You know, like I'm doing okay in school now, but had to go to junior college. And I didn't mind it. I actually uh, got recruited only by uh, Fullerton JC and Santa Ana. Really? Only those two? Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't bit Well, I also tore my appendix. Oh, uh, senior year. Oh, I didn't tear it. It burst, right? It burst, yeah. Oh, so I missed the last 10 games of the season. It was like, I mean, didn't play, you know, so doing really good, but missed the last 10 games. I played Connie Mack for Santa Ana College for three, four years, like a 15-year-old playing with an 18-year-old, so it was fun. So I knew everybody, knew the coaching staff. Okay. And then Fullerton Junior College, I uh, Anderson Back Company, I think it's local round. Yeah, yeah, of course. Played yeah, for uh, Charles Chapman there, and I for Anderson and I actually I, that was that point 12-13 where I sucked I'm like you don't want me on your team dude I sucked what are you talking about like but I knew a lot of the Santa Ana coaches uh, JB Bryant I don't know, and then Don Popovich mm-hmm. they were my summer ball coaches they had they taught me a lot and then had a lot of confidence in me and I was like I, I need like it's five minutes from my house mm-hmm. and I just know I'm comfortable there like I grew up right there like comfortable so I was like I'm going there and then going there, didn't realize, I don't know if this kind of, this isn't a race thing, but 
I was pretty much the only Mexican kid on the team and the only kid from Santa Ana. Yeah, it's surprising. So I, it was shocking. Like, we had seven guys from Modern Day, kids from Corona. We had, I was like, what the, I'm like the only guy from Santa Ana here. And I'm like, wow. And it kind of made me like, you know. The pride. I, I, yeah, I, I, I got to do this, you know. But it was a lot of pressure, too. It was a lot of like, damn, man, these kids are all coming from good schools. I'm from Seagerstrom. Man, nobody's heard of Seagerstrom. Like, wearing a Seagerstrom hat, what school is that? I'm like, yeah. You know, so it was kind of like. <laughs> awkward but it also pushed me a little bit more like you know mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't have much you know and it was also a time when my parents both lost lost their jobs they were both oh, laid yeah. off so i was like Ugh. you know so it was struggle i didn't want to ask for money i was like got a pair of cleats oh wow that was another one that a lot of people don't know i actually they lost their job junior year mm-hmm. yeah going into junior year summer and dude it was like rough like we're living at my grandma's house sleeping on the floor Mm -hmm. and in a one bedroom you know me and my brother on the floor my mom and dad and then my sister on the bunk bed yeah it was like dude you know like i don't want to ask for a pair of cleats yeah so i just grinded through like a pair of cleats and then just was just falling left and right trying to steal a base and just falling then finally my coach gave me a pair of cleats Um, nine and a half ten He's very 11 and a half, dude. It was oh, so bad. I was oh. like, I had like four pairs of socks on. <laughs> I was just like, they're going to work. They're going to work. And yeah. Just have a pic. My dad actually has a picture of me, like, standing on the third baseline for the national anthem. And you can see how big those cleats were. <laughs> and I, I remember hanging, I put that picture up in my phone, like, where, like, you don't have much, but you got enough, you know, kind of like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, so when I got to Santa Ana College and you see all the guys, you know, Huntington Beach and all these guys. Yeah. I don't even have a car and all these guys are driving these out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make this, you know, Screw mm. it. I'm going to do it. Um, I actually saw a video from who's that? Inky Johnson. Mm, that okay. dude's awesome, man. I was yeah. like, that's awesome. Like that guy knows the struggle, you know? So it was kind of like that motivation thing. So it made me appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I uh, went to Santa College, actually tore my knee two weeks before the season started. Or the school started. What part of your knee? Uh, my meniscus. Oh, okay. Yikes. And just kind of through, I didn't, you know, you don't want to be a freshman walking in like, hey, I'm hurt, coach. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Screw this. Put a knee brace on, taped it up, and just went through it. I was like, you're going to go through it, go through it. And had a really good fall. And I thought, I honestly thought I was like, dude, I got the starting, do- the starting job at short. I was like. The returner there, but I was like, I got the starting job. The starting job in short, I did better than that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had best fall of my life. I don't know, we didn't keep averages, but I was like, gotten about two, three hits almost every freaking inner squad mm-hmm. game scrimmage, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm doing good. You know, I'm like, I got this starting job, and then literally the last sprint coming back from winter break, I felt it, I felt it go straight down, and I was like, oh, that's ACL. I was like, oh no, and I got scared, and I was like. Shoot, and the coaches saw, and they knew because I did. I mean, I literally never took a sprint off. I was going, I was going to go hard. I was trying to make the starting. Yeah, starting of course. Line, you know, so it was like a theme from Santa, and I got to make the starting line. Got to make the starting. So I didn't take anything for granted, and then they saw it and they knew about it. They just didn't tell me. They didn't let me grind through it because oh, they knew geez. they weren't going to let me stop. So yeah, they're like, "Yeah, dude, you're going to redshirt." And I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah. you know." So I redshirted. And just got the surgery and just sat there. 
That's tough. Learn, yeah, it was rough because I was like, man, we had a sec, our second baseman go to Oregon State, Andy Peterson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I would love to play with him. He's I played with him in summer, and we just went off. We clicked, and I was like, man, that, that would have been awesome. He was a sophomore, so he ended up leaving. But it was also a learning experience learn from learning from all those guys. A lot of, We had a third baseman, Adrian Garcia, who was just savvy, man. He was I was like, the way he went about his business, the way that whole sophomore class went about their business was just like, Wow, this this is baseball. This isn't like no offense to Sigerstrom, but yeah, <laughs> this is baseball. This is how it's level. supposed to be. I'm like, heck yeah! And he was from Anaheim, right here. So I was like, this is awesome. This is a culture here, and that's mm-hmm. how you're supposed to run it. So you kind of keep that tradition going. We played for Don Snedden, and you just he was so lenient. Not a guy to get up in your face. Nothing. If you, I mean, you you held yourself accountable pretty much. And okay, he, that's, that's how good. He, yeah, I was. It was best coach I've ever played for. I was like, what? Like, he, I. Might have said six words to me in the three years I was there, but not, I mean, just never got on you. You go about your business, but he was always sneaky and just, he saw the guys that weren't working hard and saw, and just noticed them and was like, wow. So it was, it was awesome playing for him. And then finally, actually, a week after surgery, going down the stairs, the last, I was hopping down the stairs, you know, stubborn as hell, and I didn't want to take the elevator. Went down the stairs, and the last step just, rolled my ankle and literally thought I broke it. I was oh, like... Oh, ouch. At school? At Santa Ana? At Santa Ana. I was like, no. So I'm using my crutches for my ankle instead of my knee. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. Like, Yikes. from my appendix to the knee surgery to now my ankle. Damn. And I was like, gosh, dang it. You know, it's a rough sequence of events. Oh, yeah. Was, that year was miserable. And then went to play summer ball uh, for our assistant coach. Played three games and felt my knee get swollen. I didn't feel it tear or nothing, but I saw my knee swollen. I was like, okay, that's just from the games. Like, it happens. And then the fourth game, I felt the clicking again in the knee, and I was like, it's torn again. Like, mm-hmm. I know it is. And I called my doctor, and he goes, there's no way, dude. He goes, that's the hardest thing to re-tear. And like, he goes, I haven't had anybody re-tear anything. And he goes, I'm telling you. I was like, I wouldn't be caught, dude. Do you really think I want to be back? Like, I've been out for months. I missed the whole season. You really... I was like, I'm telling you, it's torn. Can we get this done now? Like, and he mm-hmm. goes, whatever. So we do the MRI. Sees me, and he just gives me a look. He goes, you're kidding me. You just broke my 10-year streak of re-tearing. And I'm like... Oh, no You gotta make me feel worse, dude? Yeah. So I'm like... Easy. Yeah, so... Uh, Yikes. Tore it again. Was out another two, three months. So I basically sat out that whole year without doing anything. And I was like on my feet yeah know? like I'm like no that's tough especially oh, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get the surgery till right before school started like, crappy insurance you know yeah and sat out the whole fall nobody knew who I was and I just sat there and I was like gosh dang it and then winter break that little winter break period we get mm-hmm. was the only time I had to work out and get ready so I just I was like I gotta do this I gotta do this and grinded that whole winter break came back and felt strong enough but I had three stolen bases that year. It was like embarrassing, and I'm pretty sure they were like on hit and runs, man. It was it was bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Uh, got first team all conference, and I was like shocked. I was kind of like, all right, you know, take it. Then the following year, new coaches, uh, JB and Brett and Snedden retired. At some oh, point. okay, damn. So we had the new head coaches, and how was that? Was that like an easy adjustment, or was it kind of a little different though? I didn't really. Because he was very laid back, right? The coach that yeah, was Yeah, and not that they weren't, but 
just different that Harris was running things and JB. We all thought JB was going to get the head coaching job because he's been there for 20-some years. Mm-hmm. And it ended up not working out. And then Harris got it, and it was kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just nobody respected. He was a young coach and just never really earned that respect from everybody, which, I mean, I respected him, but it was kind of like not everybody respected him as much as they respected Snedden. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's kind of a little battle. We ended up winning conference or tying with conference with OCC, but it's kind of like a weird atmosphere. It didn't feel the same. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like we weren't playing for our coach. We were just playing for to win, you know. Okay. Versus Snedden, you'd be like, hey, we're playing for this guy. This guy's awesome, you know. Like, So then that's my sophomore year. I was talking to U of A, and I was like, I'm going there. Like they were – we just need the second baseman assigned, dude, and you're with us. Just throwing all the steam up your butt you can get, you know. I'm just like, really? I was like, and it's funny because I played for a child ball team. We used their emblem. I was like, man, this oh, is. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I was telling my dad. I was like, dude, dad, I think I'm going to U of A, blah, blah. And then just never got a phone call back. I'm like, Eesh. I turned down a school in like Louisiana or something like that, some small D1. Bunch of DTs were calling me. I'm like, now I'm going to U of A. Like, I'm already talking to them. It's, it's like, going to be a done deal. You were set on them, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, oh, nothing happened. I was like, I called the coach and he goes, hey, yeah, man, uh, you know, we don't have any more money. You know, if you want to walk on, that'd be that'd be great. I'm like, dude, I'm like the poorest one on this team. Yeah. I'm from Santa Ana. You really think I got that kind of money? Like, what the heck? That's so, tough. That was probably, that was pretty hard to take. And then, because I thought I had earned it, I was like, dude, man, all my buddies are signing everyone. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to go right there with them. And then didn't work out. And I was like, what the hell? And then a lot of coaches, a lot of scouts thought I was, you know, signed already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so no schools were calling. And I was like, hey, coach, where am I going? Like, I'm like, I'm like dude, is baseball done? I didn't know how it really worked out. I was like, I was kind of hoping, like, schools were going to come to me and I was going to be able to go there. And yeah, it didn't work out that way. I was like, what the heck? Like, Man, so and I don't know. I don't want to put it on Harris. I know we should delete this, but <laughs> I felt like he did nothing. Like for oh, a okay. lot of our classmates, and a lot of our, a lot of my sophomore class guys, left pissed off Yeesh. at him because it was like, dude, why isn't he calm? Why isn't we got no schools here yet? OCC's got these guys going to this school. You know, Saddleback's got this guy going to this school. Like that coach is working hard for his players. Yeah, where's that's... where's our? You know, we won we won conference, man. Like. Where's our reward? You know, these guys are getting rewards. They didn't even win anything, you know? So Yeah, that's an underrated aspect of it, yeah, being high you know, school. And I don't know if that's good to say about the guy, you know, but it was kind of like, I was like, Coach, come on. He was trying to get me to go to, like, I was stubborn, too stubborn, and I know it's wrong. At the same time, I knew myself, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So he's trying to get me. He goes, yeah, he gave me a list of schools. He goes, choose a lower-the-pack D1. You can go play, like, a small D1. No, but I'm like... Oh shoot! I mean, I'm not lo- probably the least confident person. Like everybody's always telling me, like you're not like, dude, you need you have no confidence. You don't believe in yourself, and I do and I don't. I just don't boast about it. Right. You know I mean, so I was kind of like in my head, I was like, well, you know, Petey, you know, our second baseman went to Oregon State. I was like, Petey went to Oregon State, and I felt like I was right there with him. Like if he can do it, I can do it. You know, and the kid ended up batting like three thirty that year at Oregon State and they were like number one in the country and I was like he can do what I can do it. You know, yeah. like, like dude he's righty and I'm lefty but other than that we're pretty much the same and he's got a hose that's pretty much <laughs> it but <Yeah. laughs> I feel like we're pretty 
even right there. Like, I can if he can do it, I can do it. And I felt like he didn't believe in me. Ah, uh, that's tough. And it was just like, no, man. And then I just waited. And then uh, South Alabama, where our third baseman went, uh, actually offered me a scholarship for school. Okay. They saw me play, and they're like, yeah, we thought you were signed. So we didn't, you know, even think about you. And I'm like, no. You know, so they gave me the scholarship there. And then JB and Pops actually, oh, wow, that's the funny story about Fullerton was, uh, they called Kelsey Fullerton to like, hey, we got an unsigned player here. You guys should take him, you know, and second baseman shortstop and the recruiting coach. I've actually told Dietz already. So Dietrich, he was a pitching coach. He was a recruiter. Literally, you can hear him on the phone like, we already have too many second basements. We already have too many infielders. We're good. We don't need him. We're good. Mm-hmm. So the first that's how the first call went. And I was like, what? I was like, well, all right. Let's there try to walk on a Long Beach, you know, something. I'm trying to go play at a good school because I know I can do it. And Long Beach got a new recruiting or a new coaching staff. So the, recruit, the recruiter, we didn't know who he was. And we're like, oh, damn. where am I going, man? I'm just stressing out like, what am I doing? And then JB called me, random summer day. And was like, hey, I need a player for Connie Mack. I know you're too old to play, but they won't know. You look like you're 12 anyways. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, so I went out and played, and I was like, JB, I want to play center. Like, just like It was a Connie Mack. Nobody cared. And I was like, I don't want to play second. I'm just lazy. I was like, over it. I'm pretty pissed. I was like, let me just go out to center, you know. Mm-hmm. Played center. I was like, I don't want to move and he's like you're gonna do more running out there I was like no I'm not it's not footwork it's just the outfield like yeah who cares about the outfield you know like <laughs> infielders are all you know like, first ball hits a little right left center gap dove and caught it and I was like crap man whatever you know nice catch sort of two pitches later one on the right center gap and I'm going there and I dive and catch it and I'm like the hell you know so I'm kind Get of more money, up. yeah like, I don't want to move you know like a summer ball you know Hit and, it the uh, other way. a bunch of 16 year olds on the team or 18 year old I'm like dude man they, uh, JB and Pops actually called Fullerton again and they're like hey he can play the outfield after that game take, after that game like you guys should take him blah blah and uh, you can literally hear beats on the phone was like alright screw it we'll take him whatever and I, I heard that and I was like <laughs> why the hell would I want to go there? You yeah, know? Like, that didn't if I'm not seem... wanted, like, they know who I am, but they're not taking me. They sound like... They're not convincing. Like, yeah, like, why would I want to go there? You know, like, oh, I'm going to go to South Alabama. You know, I got the paper, the coach gave me the paper when I was talking to my parents, and my parents were actually the one. My dad was like, my mom didn't want me to leave, you know. Yeah, of course. My mom doesn't want you to leave. And then of my dad course, was yeah. like, trying to convince me to go to Kelsey Fullerton because it was my dream school. Like, okay. I remember high school he was like you had to make a list and it was like Cal State Fullerton Long Beach ASU and like those would be sweet to go to you mm-hmm. know and Cal State Fullerton was my number one school and my dad's like dude he goes it's a walk on so what like was that your dream school like you can do it and I'm like dude they don't even want me there like, yeah that's dude. a big chance it's, it's Cal State Fullerton man they're they're legit you know like, oh, like dad I can't do that that's that's insane like I could just take the not that South Alabama was a terrible school you know but I can go there, you know, get out of this, get out of the city, you know, get out of my grandma's house. We're ruined there forever. Like, get out of here, you know, like, yeah, it'd be awesome, course. you know, and go experience. He goes, you know, we can't afford that out of state tuition. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. And that, that's the money thing again, where I don't want to ask for cleats. I don't want to ask for this. And I was like, dang. I'm like, so was it only oh, like partial scholarship? Uh, or? just tuition. Oh, just tuition, tuition and books. Okay. And that was it. 
Okay. So the out-of-state tuition was probably about another 20 G's. Damn. I was like, Dude, I can't afford that. Like, And he goes, plus, it's your dream school. We, we want to see you play. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I was like, look, well, I'll tell you this. I'm going to give it everything I got. I don't care if it's for discipline, sprint, whatever. I'm emptying my tank. I'm going to give it everything I got. And if I if it doesn't work out, I'm done playing baseball. Okay. That's our bet. Like, and he goes, you you can go transfer. No, no I am done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. And he's like, I was like, Dad, if I'm not good enough to make it to Cal State Fullerton, I'm not good enough to make it anywhere else. Yeah. Like, to go play at the next, play pro ball or anything. And he's like, all right, you know, and then, dude, I thought it was going to be like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome going to Cal State Fullerton. Go there. Second practice, I tear my lap. We had a Ouch. conditioning. Where How did you do that? So, Hooky apparently told our trainer, he goes, bury them. Basically, kind of like, now that I coach, kind of like to see who's mentally strong enough to, like, who's going to make it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, he just buried us and... Is probably about 103 summer, you know, school starting. Is it during tryouts or during a practice? During, it was second day of practice, so it was just kind of okay. random practice. Not even a real full practice, just weights and conditioning. And I, like I told my dad, I'm going to go all out, all out on everything. I go, end up like pretty much blacking out. And a lot of guys actually like left. You know, like I didn't even know because I was just so gone from the heat and everything. And uh, we had like four or five guys leave the training room because they were like dehydrated and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fight through this. I'm going to fight through this, go through it. And we're done. I'm leaving in my shoulder. We had like burpees, push-ups, all this stuff and a lot of shoulder stuff. So I left and I felt my shoulder kind of like like a bruise kind of. And I was like, this kind of hurts. And I'm like, oh, whatever, you know. We had a bunning on the field, and I'm like, okay, put my bunts down. And then now it's, like, burning, and I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, whatever. Drive home. Didn't go to bed. I was like, this thing is just throbbing that bad. It was, like, my lap all the way to my fingertips. I'm like, what is this? And then end up sweating, just like, what is this thing? They gave me uh, morphine. Okay. The ER, they gave me morphine. This isn't doing anything. This thing hurts. Like, oh, what shit. is this? And that, and then uh, go to class, and I'm like, I still haven't slept. And I go to class, I'm like, okay, like this thing's hurting. I'm sweating again. I'm like, I'm going to the training room. I was like, I walked out. A teacher noticed me like sweating and just kind of in pain. He's like, just go. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, go to the training room. And I'm just like, I'm not saying I'm tough, but I've got a pretty good pain tolerance. I'm like, I'm not going to go through anything. And, He's like, hey, I was like, hey, dude, I can't feel my shoulder. Like, it's just, well, I feel it, but it's throbbing really bad where, like, like I'm sweating. Look at, like, look at me. He goes, yeah, it's, it's going on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send me to the doctors at Fullerton and do blood work, and I'm just dying. And then I come back, and lucky me, they tell me I have rhabdomyolysis. And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, a super rare case where you tear your lap, and there's... Uh, like kidney stones or not kidney stones, uh, little enzymes. And oh. if they get to your kidneys, you can die. And I'm like, ooh, I wish you'd have told me. I'm like, you're kidding me. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, this is super rare. Can, can you stand in my class? Like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you stand in my class? How long am I out for? You know? And uh, yeah. 
It was loud. I'm like, how loud am I out for? And he goes, well, you got to make sure, like, and he goes, how does it feel? And I'm like, it feels numb. Like, it just, like, it hurts. And he goes, yeah, the second day is the worst day. And that was your second day, huh? And I'm like, yeah, that's why I was sweating so bad. And he goes, he goes yeah, so I went eight weeks without doing anything. Like, just, wow. again, just like my knee surgery. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God dang it, man. No like, surgery for the lat? Or no. It, okay. Literally just couldn't do anything for eight weeks. They said, Six weeks, they said. Or six to eight weeks. And I was like, all right, sixth week. I'm like, let me try it. Let's see what happens. I go out there taking fly balls and my shoulder, like I was fine. I was like, hey, coach uh, Vanderhoek was, came up to me. He goes, hey, you're moving good out there. Like, look good. And go and I go home, take a shower and my shoulder's numb. Just my shoulder oh, okay. to my fingertips is just numb. And I'm like, what the heck? So I text my trainer. I'm like, hey, my shoulder's numb. Like literally like I got a shot. What is it? Like, but he goes, got to add another week. You know, uh, I'm like, you're kidding me. So coach talked to me and was like go the eight weeks uh-huh. like, so that's pretty much the whole fall pretty much I'm like god dang it I, I literally was so like distant from everybody because nobody knew what I was going through but I was like I didn't talk to anybody on the team mm-hmm. the only guy I talked to was a guy from FJC okay. who uh, I played with him I didn't talk to anybody I was, and none of the players knew who I was I didn't want to get to know anybody and the bad part on me but I was just pissed off just everything happening and then again have to get ready in the winter break to get ready for the season mm-hmm. and I'm like gosh dang it. so I show up I show back up we five pounds lighter you know didn't have much couldn't get in tip top shape you know like you only have a month or so you know yeah. so I'm like yeah and I was like, well this is what I got you know I'm probably this size right now and it was taking me like understanding like hey you're not you don't have power mm-hmm. take the you know work on what you got to work on and Let's see what happens. And finally got on the field and saw everybody. I was, you know, pretty much scouting around the fall. I'm like, dude, we have a lot of second basemen. That guy's probably going to go to third. I'm like, looking in, looking in the outfield, and I'm like, I can play center. Mm-hmm. I can beat that guy out. I know I can beat that guy out. So that was my mission. So came back for uh, after winter break and was taking drum balls at second, but then also kind of sneaking out to the outfield and shagging there. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Hookie kind of noticed. He goes, hey, did you play the outfield? I'm like, yeah, it's not that hard. It's the outfield. <laughs> yeah. Now I kind of regret saying that. But, uh, went out there and he uh, was like, maybe about two days before the season started, comes up to me and he goes, do you want to play center or do you want to play left? I'm like, shoot, man. I was like, from Santa Ana, like this would be pretty cool if you're playing center. It's way better than left. I'll play center, you know. So yeah. shouldn't have played center because it was my first time playing outfield since I was ten, probably. Right. Just a whole different world when you get to like mm-hmm. college Outer and levels. stuff. You know, like, you can do it in high school. Everybody can do it in high school. But college is different, and the game kind of did speed up on me a little bit, especially like opening day. We're playing uh, South Florida. The guy oh, okay. who's throwing pitch on the USA team, and our Friday night guy pitching the USA team I'm like holy crap face. I thought South Florida you never heard of South Florida and it was like mm-hmm. oh this guy's legit and then check the lineup I'm batting first and I'm like whoa I was like kind of shocked like did dude, he tell you about that or no, you just surprised no, I just put the lineup up and I was like dude I haven't done anything all fall you know I think I got one at bat against no actually 
It got a start against Concordia, one of the fall ball games, or like late fall, kind of like they gave me, there was like two weeks before winter break, and I kind of got last minute at-bats and stuff like that, and I wasn't cleared to play the, the Santa Barbara game, mm-hmm. so I got one at-bat at the end. I was cleared, but not kind of like on the fence, so they gave me one at-bat, got a hit, and I'm like, okay, cool, and then uh, played Concordia the following week, and they didn't give me the start again. But I was just looking. I'm like, I can beat that guy out. I can beat that guy out. End up getting um, getting in the game early because he had messed up. So I got in there, had a good at bat, and then lined out hard to center. And I was like, okay, cool, like sweet. And then next at bat, come up, hit a triple to tie the game or something like that. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Wow. I remember hitting a triple to clear the bases. Mm-hmm. The bases loaded triple. I was like. Cool, and then hit a pop-up, but it was like a pop-up where you're like, oh my god, if I would have hit that. So my swing, like, that was the best, like, I actually have video, like, throughout that whole season, I would go to that swing. Mm. My dad took video, and I was like, I would go to that swing, that's what just kind of helped me with, what, like, get back on track, because every now and then you lose your swing. Of course, yeah. And uh, I'd always use that video, so I was like, wow, and that was the day that kind of, like, got me in the lineup, I think, because it was like, that was, the, we were all struggling, now Fullerton struggles a lot. In the beginning, we were all struggling, but I kind of stood out because I was swinging good there, and I felt like that was the day that like got me in line. Because the next fall ball game we had USD, mm-hmm. and I started at in center, no, at second, and batted leadoff. I was like, okay, cool, but still didn't think I was the starting guy or the leadoff hitter. You know, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna bat seven. So the opening game, I was like. Holy crap, and me, like, shoot, heart going, like, <laughs> I remember, like, I always, like, you know, you see guys, like, how the hell is that guy so nervous? Like, why are you missing that layup, you know? Yeah, Some, yeah. Something so easy. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that would never happen to me. And it happened. First <laughs> like, game. I threw up before the game started. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, we're playing at um the Philly Spring Training Field. Oh, so shit. it was Beautiful. And okay. I never, I never stepped foot on a college field. It's a different just, venue, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, you're from Santa Ana, man. Like, mm-hmm. not a lot of good fields. And like, I'm <laughs> no, like, not at all. Oh my god! Like, what the? Hell? And I was kind of like, got, I threw up, and I was like, holy crap! And then uh, that game, I think it went 0 for three. We we all struggled. And we had like two hits the whole game, and it was terrible. But then we had a home opener against USC, and my whole family's big USC football fan. Mm. I'm not, and now I'm playing center at Kelsey Fullerton. These games you go to as a kid, and you're like, wow, this is awesome. Like that. Now I'm playing center. I'm like, again, I started dry heaving in center. Did you really? <laughs> I was like, but, but I'm like, USC, USC comes out with their dope uniforms, and I'm like, oh, dang. Shit. And I'm like, why am I so nervous? Like, who the hell does this? And uh, uh-huh. I kind of like just had to, like, I was like, okay, you're not going to choke again like you did in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So. One of the dugout just kind of like, kind of came up with a mentality for myself, kind of like, you know what, if you're going to suck, like, at least give it your best, you know, mm-hmm. like, leave leave this game knowing you gave it your, that was all you got, you mm-hmm. know, if you leave saying like, oh man, I wish I wasn't so nervous that at bat, you know, you're probably going to be pissed off, you know, so that kind of stuck with me a little bit, like, you know, give it all you got, and if it doesn't work out, who cares, you know, so I played and actually did pretty good. I think I got a game time single. 
and then we ended up winning the game, I think. Wow. If I remember, yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay. That's when I settled down. I was like, okay, cool. And then went on to keep playing, and then I got a story for you. For worst story for me, playing at uh, University of Indiana. We were, I was playing center again. Got a pop-up, short, shallow center, and shortstop calls ball. So I backed off because I, I had to dive for it, and I was thinking he had to just you know catch it. And then he last minute goes, never mind, never mind. So I just stick my glove out, makes me look bad and miss it. And I'm like, dang it. So I was like, whatever, you know, I just, from there, whatever, I'll take it. I'm still pissed off. That's everybody, like, every coach, like, move on to the next pitch. Move on. Yeah. I did it. Next pitch was hit right, uh, left center. And I go, and it's like an in-between. I have to dive again, but our center, our left fielder is, like, there. And I'm like, you got it. And we're kind of, like, iffy, and I miss it again. And I'm like, uh, so I'm just having the worst game yeah, by far. I'm not hitting, and I'm like, gosh dang it. And then um, same game. Actually, we end up losing, like, one nothing. Pitcher threw a gem, couldn't get him a win, man. That guy had the best season. Probably not his best season because I guess his freshman <laughs> year had the best season of his, all of Cal State Fullerton. I thought this was a great season for him, but he had no wins to show for it uh, because yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like this guy pitched his ass off like all the time, and we just never gave him any wins. I felt that. I was like, God dang. And uh, we lost one nothing, and I was like, man, that sucks. Saturday, go back, and <laughs> Jesus. So we had 12 strikeouts on the game, which is... On Friday? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. the next day. And the seventh strikeout gets a Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> right? So I go up there, and they, uh, they um, what's it called? They announce my name. They're like, if they... This, the next hitter who strikes out gets a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and I'm like... Oh, man. The pressure's so on. Chicken boy, chicken boy, and I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't strike out. This is at Indiana. I was like, I don't strike out that much. Like, I'm fine. Like, who cares? Like, you know what? I never really swung at the first pitch and took a strike. Next pitch, umpire just screws me, and it's zero and two, and I'm like, this ain't gonna happen. Hell no, they ain't gonna sandwich. It's not gonna be for me at least, you know, like that. And it's striking out, and I was like, laughed about it. I'm like. Whatever, who cares? You know, it happens. I can tell this story later on. Then we go to the rest of the game, and the twelfth strikeout is a Chick Fil A combo. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> like our last hitter struck out. He's eleven strikeout. Oh. And then again, as I'm walking out, twelfth hitter, fans get Chick Fil A combo. And lo and behold, it's me again. I'm like, you're kidding me. Screw this. I'm swinging at the first pitch. I don't care what's happening. And I swing completely like out of my butt and just fell it straight back. I'm like, gosh dang it. I'm like, whatever. Again, work count a little bit. Foul it off again. I'm like, two strikes. You're not striking out, dude. Like, <laughs> no, this isn't happening. And like, you can legit find this video on YouTube playing against them. This ball is probably about four baseballs off. Slider outside, and the catcher just like catches it in the other batter's box and just frames it across the plate. Just so bad. And the umpire rings me up for this, and they're checking boy. Like, <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! I lost. I did you give it lie. to the umpire on that one? Oh heck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> I had to. And I just—that was probably the most heated I've ever been in a baseball game. I just broke my helmet. I think I don't even know. I was just so mad. Didn't start the next game, and I was like, 
all right, you lost your spot. Here we go. Like, mm-hmm. kind of frustrated with myself, and I was like, all right, you got to get you got to get back into this. Like, what's happening? And I think we played Long Beach when we got back or something like that. I didn't, I didn't play for a little while. Played Long Beach and guy in center messed up. I got to go back in there, finish the game. Next game didn't start again. I was like, all right. So this is like the little you're going you're you're going up. You're on the high, and now you get the low. Yeah, like a roller coaster. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, how am I going to get back in this? And then Hooky actually pulled me aside and made me start changing my swing a little bit and just I don't know what click and after that was like just I think I was batting maybe 260 or something like that and my goal at Cal State Boulder was like this is a good school try about 280 I'm not trying to shoot for 300 try about like 280 that's solid like mm-hmm. this guy got drafted and he batted like 280 like it's <laughs> yeah. a good number you know 300 is pretty much impossible especially you're just Josh, you know. So I was yeah. Like, so I set the bar low, and I was like, "Let's go." And then found something that clicked. And then next thing you know, we're in Maryland, and one of our freshman kids are like, just being sarcastic. He's like, "Oh, sorry, man, you're batting 380, and we're not allowed to touch you and like that." I'm like, "How? Not like?" And then they had it on the scoreboard, and I was like, "Holy Dang. crap!" I'm like, "Batting 380." Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and in my head, instead of being like, "Oh, you're confident like that," I'm like, "All right, well." It's Maryland. <laughs> One of these games is gonna you're gonna you're gonna struggle. You're gonna go through that slump. Everybody goes through a slump. Uh-huh. So taking BP really just bad BP. I'm like, all right, well today's the day. Just accept it. You're gonna you know give it the best you got, but probably gonna go in a slump. Got two hits. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Who cares? You know. And then the next game. All right, this this is the game. You know. And another hit. One for three or whatever. I'm like. All right, you know, just keep going through it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, and just kind of played the whole season through that. Like, you just got the slump. Just like, it's going to happen. And (laughs) every, I remember, like, probably about five or six games where I was like, today's the day. You suck. Like, your BP was so terrible. You're going to get, you're going to go for four today and then get two hits. You're like, what the? Like, I'm just like lost. Like, what's going on? Like, Thank you, God. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, I went through hell, you know, with the whole U of A thing. Mm-hmm. I guess I deserve this. The injuries, know? too. Yeah, like everything. I was like, well, you know, thank you. You know, I'm like, cool, you know. And then that's when a playoff started. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, now you're going to be on that. Like, well, we, we were already on TV, but now it's going to be like, mm-hmm. suit the regional. Like, it's going on right now, the College World Series stuff. And we had Clemson, ASU, and then Pepperdine. And we beat Pepperdine, then we had to play ASU and played 16 innings, and that game was just... I don't who know, who, who I think I might have got one hit. We did. Okay. I think I might have got one hit, because I added... This was like, I got to get hits, I got to get hits. And like that's the thing Like I tell my players now. Like, you know, you've been through all the ups and downs and stuff like that. And I was like, look, and I tell them, like, the story I'm telling you, like, don't base your games off BP. Like, I mean, I've gone... I've had pretty bad BP at one point. <laughs> And then got three hits. I'm like, dude, trust me. And I was like, you'll learn. I know you guys are young because I, when I was at Santa Ana, my BP wasn't good. I was having, you know, a bad game. I was like, it's done. Mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, man, don't base your BP off, you know, and don't take your BP into the game. Don't take right. good BP. Because I've had really good BP and then gone, gotten three strikeouts. You know, I'm like, don't base it off of that. Just do what you got to do to get ready for the game. Mm-hmm. Let the game, you know, dictate what you're going to do. You know, like, don't 
let BP dictate what's going to happen. And they're like, okay, you know, so like that was me right there. Like had a whatever BP, but I'm like, I got to get hits. I got to get hits. And yeah, struggled. And then figured it out later on. Talk. We had uh, two hitting coaches. Uh, one went like in the third round. The other one, went, or second round, the other one went like 10th round. They both won the Cultural Series in 2004. Mm, okay. And they were just great, like, never really had like a hitting guy. You know, I've never had a hitting coach ever, besides my dad, you know, and then just learn from other coaches. And these two guys were like, there's a lot of coaches that'll like give you, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to. And these guys were just like changing your approach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, try this out. Just something small, trying that out. And it was like game changer stuff. Wow. I was like, that's they had it down. That, yeah, like it was like they weren't trying to change my swing. I think uh, Ronnie Prettyman, he was the only one that kind of like changed my swing, but all he did was add a little bit more rhythm mm. in my swing, and it helped a lot. And uh, and then we had Sergio Pedroza, Richie Pedroza's brother, uh-huh. another one, which just kind of changed my little approach. And that like was throughout the whole year, and it was like, dude, this is perfect. This is what I need because. You get off your game a little bit, and if you have somebody to kind of like, hey, remember this was working? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like, maybe something's not really clicking, you know? Like, we had a... Serge was like... Dude, he just knew a lot where he was seeing the game before it even happened. Mm. Like, I, I keep... I have, it hasn't happened to me, but I keep hearing it will eventually. Like coaching and then playing as well. And this guy was like, look... We're facing Dylan Tate from Santa Barbara. Okay. He went fourth overall. And uh, he was like, they're going to they're gonna pitch to you. They're not going to get after it was Taylor who was hitting behind me. He goes, they're going to come after you. And he goes, they're going to go hard inside on you. Everybody knows you like to go the other way and you like to go up the middle and stuff like that. But everybody knows there's a little scouting report and everybody knows you can't hit the fastball inside. I'm like, uh-huh. he goes, get him. He's going to start you off with a slider just because it's runners in scoring position. He'll start you off with a slider, and then he's going to come hard in. Get him. And I'm like, you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. how do you see this? Like, get, how, yeah. like, what, like, do you have, like, a vision, or what's going on? He goes, get him. I'm like, all right, you know, and uh, get up to the box. It was, I literally laughed because it's first pitch slider, and I look at him like, what the? All right, well, here it comes. Like, you know, like. You know this fastball's coming inside. And you're like, get all right. Base it to take the lead, and I was like, dang. So I just look at the dugout like you're you're insane. You know, that's like insane. that's yeah. that's awesome to have there. And then that like I was like, we had that, and then we didn't have them. There's only a certain NCAA only allows a certain amount of people in the dugout or something like that. So mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed in the dugout with us, and it kind of sucked. I was like, oh, oh. we actually had like a little thing like he showed me like Instagram pictures and videos, like funny videos and stuff like that before games and I end up getting like three or four hits that night so I'm like hey we need to do that again so it was like a routine now like yeah. before I go stretch we need to watch some videos on Instagram so like just stupid stuff go, like yeah. that you'd, like you'd be surprised how much like down earth like baseball guys are. like even when I was playing in Mexico with the pro guys like these guys are all they're normal like, yeah. you figure like oh they're really serious they got these little mental things going on before games and now we're all just <laughs> regular guys and I'm like I was like, dude, I need this every game, every game. It just became a thing. I think it was like second month of the season. And after that, it just took mm-hmm. off with it. Like, we're going to do this every game. And that was, I forgot about that, actually. That was pretty fun. And um, there, so 
he didn't go to Louisville with us. We go there, and I actually, I don't remember how, I, I think I struggled a little bit. And, uh, well, not as good as I had done all year, you know, so it was like, you know, but we had our whole team just carry us. We actually, we won game one. We went there actually in a private jet. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Wow. Like it was like, holy shit. Kids from Santa in a private jet. Yeah, and I was like, we had our own seats probably as big as this couch, and we're just like, yeah, and I'm sitting with my buddy, and we're just like, dude, this is awesome. Because we thought we weren't going to win. <laughs> like, uh, I honestly, I mean, at least we felt that. We all, I mean, as the whole team, we're all like, dude, Louisville's number three in the country. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we're like 20-something. Like, and we're a bunch of, you know, scrubs, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're like, we're like, oh, well, we have Ash, you know, our Friday night guy. <laughs> if he can throw a freaking no-hitter, then we got a chance. But yeah. probably not going to happen, you know? Like, we'll see, you know? We end up winning. We're like... Oh, all right, you know, we're like, all right, cool. Like we won. Second game, I think we lost like seven to one, and the one run we got was like pass ball or some of that. And it was like mm. we just got dominated. We're like these guys are ten times better than us. We're like they had Kyle Funkhauser who went like tenth overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Ray was like in the right, and he went like fourth overall the following year. And all these guys go like top ten rounds, and we're like Jesus. And we had Esh go second. And the next guy went like eighth round or something. Mm-hmm. It was like, there's dude, these two talent people. difference. The guy who went eighth overall had Tommy John. It was like we weren't even we didn't even have him on our team. Yeah. We're like, wow man, talent level is just is night and day. And I was like, wow. I was like, all right. And then this is probably the best game I've ever been a part of. Like just fan base, everything just intense was the game three where we weren't doing nothing all game. Until the ninth inning, it was three to one, and that birdie guy who gave up the home run to Santa Barbara. Oh yeah, he gave up a home run to us, but he was three one top of the ninth, and he gives he dude hundred and one. I'm looking. I'm on second, and I forgot who was on third, but he's throwing it. We had Jared Bravo up, and he's humming fastballs. Just look at the radar gun, hundred and one, what and. It, Bravo's literally hitting, like, swinging, and he's so late, he's, like, hitting a ground ball to our first base coach. Like, uh, like it was like, dude, you're not even – I was like, it literally looks like he's swinging out of the hand, and he's still late. I'm like, yikes. What the hell? Like, Jesus. I'm like, oh, this is two outs, top of the ninth. We're like, we're done. Like, we're going home. Like, and he comes up. And another fastball, super late. We're like, oh, this is a game. I'm on second just praying, like, I hate these fans. They're so, you know, <laughs> I was fighting with a guy and left. I'm like, I hate these people. They're like probably about 33,000 fans, I think. I think that was the, I remember looking at the number. I think it was like 33,000. And I was like, Jesus. Like, that was the biggest crowd I played in front of up until like the following year. But up until Omaha, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, so like this is like huge. I'm just like, the stands behind home, home plate are just you, there's nowhere to sit. <laughs> and then behind us, there's a whole other thing. All around the whole fence, nowhere to sit. And then there's a cul-de-sac uh, from the house, and there's three RVs. So there's people along the fence, and then people standing on the RVs. No way. And they're just shouting crap at me, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> and one guy got up close to the fence, and I'm like mouthing off of him. And our closer was like, shut up. Stay in the game. I'm like, all right. I had just struck it out, and this guy was like, "Give me crap!" I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> so, um, but yeah, back to Bravo, Bravo. This guy has an O2, throws a slider, 
He gets a base at the left. Come around, score to tie the game. And now we're 3-3, and we're like, holy shit, like, let's go. You know, we go extra innings, and our closer, man, he, shoot. I'd like to look that up, how many, like, saves he had with, like, three innings pitched. And it, oh, Because he wow. did not throw just one inning. He was like, I, okay. I, yeah, he was not talking smacking our bullpen, but he was our bullpen. Like, this <laughs> yeah. dude was, like, wow. horse, man. He would come in in the sixth inning and shut it down to the ninth inning. Wow. And I was like, that's oh special. My God. Yeah, I was just like, dude, he had a season All American that year. And I was like, he's a senior. And I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, and it was funny. It's like, it, I don't know, from my perspective, I trusted him more with a one run lead than like a five run lead just because he's just a different person. It was like, like he almost like didn't throw strikes and we're up by like three or four runs mm-hmm. or something like that. And then it was like, oh my God, we're going to lose this game. And then we're, only up one, and he just turns into like a monster and just shuts it down. We're like, Jesus, you know, yeah. like, so this dude's been doing it all year. Comes in, he, I think he started like the seventh inning and went all the way to like the 11th or whatever. I forgot how long it went. I just remember playing every inning, and he went just, there was like a leadoff double. We're like, all right, they're going to walk it off against us. Get out of it. I'm like, what the? Okay. Another leadoff double something and then guy would throw the ball away and we're like oh my god second and third nobody out I don't like I want I don't I haven't seen any video on it there's no I don't know what I see what double A did with it but mm-hmm. I would like if you were to watch the ninth inning to the finish probably one of the craziest games ever like like literally ninth inning to the end is probably it's got to be up there in my college games. It was nuts just because we we had errors. We had our sloppy. I think the any before we won it, our catcher, who was a freshman, I think we blocked the ball. Yeah. It was runner on second and two outs. And it was a pass ball. Kind of got through him. and hit off the, the umpire's leg. So he didn't block it. It was like yeah. catcher. And he's like, I'm like, holy crap. And uh, he blocks it. He's looking for it. Finds it. And overthrows our first baseman. Oh no! And our first baseman's like six six. It's like, dude, if you overthrow that dude, like, Jesus! And we're like, I literally saw the throw and was like, and went to my knees. Like, I'm in love. I just went to my knees, and I didn't hear the fans scream. And I'm like, the hell? Our second baseman was back there covering, uh, backing it up. And I'm like, oh, oh sad. my god! Yeah. Like, that was the game. That was probably the besides the home run. That is the play of the game. Like. I'm like, oh my god, we get out of it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> we can't figure this out, you know. And then that's when uh, Dob comes up and hits the bomb that like skimmed the foul pole. I don't know if you saw that or mm-hmm. like. They said I thought it hit the pole. You could see like they call it a home run, and then we still don't know. But you could see our bullpen when he hit it. Our bullpen is just going ballistic, and the people down the left field line are just like. That. So I think that's what they went off of. Because if you yeah. look at the video, I'm like, that missed the pole. Uh-huh. It's like, that's a foul ball. Or maybe it did hit. I don't know. Like, you couldn't tell. And we bring in our Friday night guy to close it. Oh, there you go. Damn. And I was like, dude, we got it. Like, let's go. Ground ball to third baseman. Oh, I don't know. First ball was hit to me. And again, the whole, like, holy crap. Like, it looked like a pop-up to short. And I'm like, oh, Timmy's got it. And I'm just running. And I'm like. 
and he's not calling ball. I'm like, okay, he goes, you, you, you. I'm like, oh, and then that's when, like, you hear all the fans. You, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a room with, like, millions of, like, I don't know, thousands of people, uh-huh. and they're just screaming, and I'm like, oh, just, like, <laughs> caught it. I'm like, don't hit the ball at me again. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just, like, live, like, oh, my God. And I was, like, just, like, hearts just beating, like, oh, my God. Um, I think we get the next guy to strike out. I don't remember. Two outs, ground ball to Bravo at third. He's the guy who got the game tying. Yeah. Hit. I'm like, dude, this is no better way to put it. This guy freaking throws throws a short hop to our first base and he misses it. And I'm mm. like, I'm already running and celebrating, like screaming at the top of my head. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> I was like, here it is. No, we can't do this. Like, that ain't going to happen. No way. You just gave it out. Like, this is it's crunch time. Like, you, like, what the hell? And. I would like to know what was what happened, but they legit. It looked like they missed a hit and run sign, because the guy on first had such a bad jump, and our catcher threw him out to end the game. To end the game like that, and you could see his jump looked like a hit and run jump. Yeah, it didn't look like a straight steal, and the guy he didn't swing. The, at the, the guy didn't swing, and it was like basically borderline pitch out. I was like, can't get any easier than that. Yeah, threw him out by like five feet, and we're like. <laughs> oh my god, we're going to Omaha. <laughs> yeah. And just dog foul. And I was like, holy crap. And that was awesome. And then I was like, holy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell? We're going to, like, from where I started mm-hmm. to going to Omaha. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is happening. Like, what the hell? Like, like 2015 was probably like the worst year, but also the best mm-hmm. blessing. You know what I mean? So I was like, holy crap. And then we, get, we go to Omaha. And my family's there, and I haven't. I didn't think I. They made the trip. They made the trip. Wow. And I didn't see them for like two, three weeks. So I'm like, and so I haven't celebrated with them going going this far. I'm like, holy crap! And then uh, see my family finally. We're like, oh, let's go out to dinner. Blah blah. We go out to eat, and then my dad kind of pulls me aside and like just starts crying. And I'm like, oh. And it was like I've never seen my dad cry. Yeah. You know, like, Mexican like, dads don't cry. No. And I'm like, what's going on? Like. And I'm like me not realizing like this is a special moment. I'm like, we still got a game to play. We yeah, try yeah, to yeah. win, you know, like what are you crying for, dude? You know, I'm like he's like, you go, I'm proud of you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm proud. Like and I just I was like, that was probably like my mom's got a picture of it. And I was like, Oh wow, you know, like, that was like something I really appreciated. And I was like, Wow. You know, so like that kinda right there kinda calmed me down because the World Series was intense with like uh like all the fireworks that were going off, all the Mm-hmm. Hype stuff. I actually got asked to do like the commercial things where you're like holding the bat and you hold the book, Pat McBow Jackson and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. you got like Dansby Swanson doing it, yeah, like, with me and stuff. And I'm like, this guy went number one overall. I wasn't even drafted. Like, <laughs> why yeah, am I here? You know, like crazy. all these guys are like on thing. They're all drafted. I'm the only one that's not drafted I'm doing mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, what the hell? So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, and I was like, wow. So like all that kind of got to me. We're like. Dude, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, what the hell, you know? And I was like, kind of like just all over the place. And then I saw my dad. My dad kind of like calling me down. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, then we opened up against Vandy. I remember, remember that they, they were decked out in their black unis, uh-huh. and they looked like they looked like a powerhouse. I was like, Jesus. And I'm like looking at her, like, dude, man, I still got the same pants. These, <laughs> these cleats are like ten years old. I'm like, like we. Got new cleats, but like some of the cleats we I didn't like the cleats we got, so I got some of the older ones. I was like, I don't know, I like these cleats, and mm-hmm. so a lot of guys did it. 
and they're decked out with the cleats from that year from Nike, and they got all the Wilsons yeah. that we got like East of Lowe's. I'm like, these guys are decked out. Like, yeah. damn. Again, number one team in the country. We're like, all right, we're going to lose. <laughs> Let's go, you know? <laughs> and uh, we had Dansby went one overall, and then Carson Fulmer. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember him. He went eighth overall, and we're facing him. And I'm like, and then Walker, Walker Bueller was on that team. Oh, no way. Yeah, he was the second. I was like, Jesus, man. Like, Jesus, that team was team stacked. stacked. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to lose. And then, uh, oh, yeah, but you never know what's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. First step about it, I worked it for a little while, and it ended up striking out his ball. Said it was a strike. I was like, whatever. But I saw every pitch, and I'm like, it wasn't all that. I was like, yeah. That's it. That ain't all that. You know, so I'm like, all right. You know, and then uh, I think the next at bat, come up with like a runner in second and fly out to like left center. And I was like, damn, I was literally like, I got that on this. I squared it up, but I had no lower half, so there was no power behind it. And I'm like, I'm seeing this dude. This dude ain't mm-hmm. all that. And you're like, dang, like, all right, you know, seem better, you know, and then finally come up like in the six, and we scored a run. AJ comes, our catcher gets a double. Timmy gets him in. I don't remember. Yeah, he. No, I think he got one run in. I don't remember. Or Timmy scored him a pass ball, and then we're up two nothing, and then I came up and I'm like, it's o two, and I'm like. I'm not gonna. Str- this is this isn't an Indiana career. They're gonna get chicken sandwiches. I actually felt <laughs> calm, but I'm like, I'm not striking out. I'm like, I'm seeing this dude and base it through the four hole. Score AJ. We're up three nothing now, and I'm there like, there you go, dude. Now like literally sat there. I'm like, I try to look up in the stands. I'm like, from Santa Ana, man, living in the freaking gutter mm-hmm. to doing it. And I was like, hell yeah, you know, like that was like, that was it. Yeah, like that's the climax. Pumped. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, to get a hit. Of, like I could say, got a hit in the College World Series. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, you know, like now let's win this damn thing, you know. And we're 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 rolling. We're like, dude, man, we're probably not the best team here, but we're rolling. I don't know what's going on. We're just rolling, and we're gonna take down Bandy. Like hell yeah. And the next they come up to hit, and it's two outs, three two, and Esther's just mowing through them, and. They uh, end up calling the game on us because of the storm. There's a storm coming, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, we got to cancel the game. We got to shut down the game." Blah blah. And Ash is like, "What the hell?" We, we're kind of like, "All right, it's gonna be a 20 minute delay." Oh yeah. We need him back in there. Like, yeah. You can't just. That's our best pitcher, you know. Like. But that's tough on delays, right? Yeah. yeah he, he can't he go won't, back. He can't go back the next day. We're mm-hmm. like, shoot, 20 minutes. All right. Okay, now they're gonna post another twenty minutes and just kept going. And we're mm. like, dang! And they finally called the game, and Ash was pissed because he three two count. Like at least give him, let him finish the inning, and then yeah, of course, let's go. You know, so we're like, yeah, we have to come back. So we have to wake up early, get to the field, get loose, and finish the rest of the game. And we get back, and we throw in our one of our bullpen guys with the same count three two two outs, double. We're like. Mm. Alrighty, another double. Oh shoot! All right, it's three to two now. All right, we finally get out of it, and we bring in our closer. We're like, all right, shutting down everything down. Six, seven, eight, I think. Shuts it down. We're like, we're gonna win this. Three, two. We're gonna win this. 
They said, we're like, so what? I'm not even in this game at this point. They put, they took me out for a defensive reason. Mm-hmm. And they took me out. And Jaron Kendall was a freshman at the time. I think he went like sixth overall. Mm-hmm. That's a stack, man. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, their freshmen were just like, players after they players. were going top 10. Like, it didn't matter. And this dude, slider that was painted down and away, hits it out for a walk off ball. No. And that's how we lost. And it was like, that's like the only game I'm kind of like, what, what if? You know, yeah. If we, you know, we play that last inning out. Yeah, because you'll get a lot of momentum now from we that. Well, even then, you get a fresh inning. We're up instead of them to come back. And Ash is not going to give up that double. And mm-hmm. he's not going to walk them. We get out of that inning. It's 3 nothing. We're going to the seventh. We're up. Bring in our closer. Shut the rest of it down. Whatever happens. He, let's say he gives up that home run. It's still 3-2. to two. Who yeah. cares, you know? It's like. Damn, what what would have happened? Uh, like, yeah, that's the only like I don't want to say I regret it because they have no control over it, but it's like, man, what would have happened? Because we could have took we could have taken down Vandy, go on to go play somebody. I don't know who we played next, and it was like, man, that would have been sweet, you know? Like, then we go and play LSU, and they had Alex Bregman at the time yeah, too, right? That dude went five for five against us. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. all singles, but. Yeah, he, uh, he he went second overall that draft after Dansby. Second overall, and I remember watching him and Dansby, and I was like, the LSU guys are way better, I think. You know? mm-hmm. I was like, huh. And now you look at both of them in the, in the big leagues, and you're like, Bregman's doing better. I'm like, mm-hmm. I saw Yeah, him. it's kind of weird. And yeah. Fulmer, who went eighth overall for Vandy, he's not even in the big leagues. Oh, okay. And Walker Bueller's the dude. You yeah. Know? It's kind of like, man, like, you kind of saw that, like, oh, the draft's got it wrong or something. I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. I think Fulmer was like 98 the year before. And I was like, all right. But it was, I, mean, I saw it straight. I don't know. Straight's easy to hit. But yeah, we got, we played uh, LSU and same thing. We jumped out on, jumped out early, 3 nothing lead. And we're like, all right, we're good. We're going to win this. And just look, it just seemed like we just ran out of gas. Like, mm. they, I don't know how many runs they put up and we ended up losing. That was, that was, that was it. it. I was like, Jesus. And it was just like, what the hell just happened? And I was like, oh, man. It's done. Like, yeah. this whole little fantasy thing I had going on right now, it's done. Like, shoot. I'm like, all right. And I didn't know how to react. I was just kind of like, what the heck? And then mm-hmm. got back home, you know, celebrated a little bit. And we had to go to Korea to play in, like, some college or, I forgot, like, it was, like, Team USA, but it was, like, a I don't know what it was. Like under like 20 and under or something like that? Yeah. It was like a college. Like we had Kansas State's basketball team out there too representing us. Okay. This is like some like university games, I guess. Oh, okay. In Guangzhou. And did that. We literally had like four days off. So we're all gassed out. We had four days off and then we had to come back and practice to get ready for that. And we're like, we didn't get to sit. So I didn't even like get to enjoy like the celebration with my family or go see friends and family. It was like four days. We're gone. Yeah. We're gone for two weeks and that trip sucked. <laughs> <It> sucked? <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. How was Korea? Like, did you get a chance to like explore Korea at all or no? Yeah, a little bit. It was kind of, I don't know, just kind of, I didn't find it like all like, oh, well, we just went to the city. So we walked around, shopped. One, we had a kid that actually spoke Korean. Okay, cool. And he was like shopping I'm sure and stuff like that. So, yeah. So yeah. we're just like, we just walking around. It was, we didn't do anything crazy. So I was like, oh, whatever. And then just, Met a couple guys from like Brazil. We're playing pool against, and still actually keep in touch with them. And 
use the little Spanish I do know. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. And just kind of like, they're cool. And then, yeah, yeah that trip was like, whatever. Korea, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, then got ready for the 2016 season. Mm -hmm. And I literally like, it was like your last year playing baseball, your senior. So I was like, you know what? I, for me, I was like, okay, there's, I mean, there's, you'll see, like, I'm sure a lot of guys can relate. Like, you see the draft, you see some guys getting drafted, you're like, that dude has no business getting drafted. Like, mm -hmm. so it kind of hurts more. Like, I was like, man. So in my mind, I was like, okay, you're, remember I told you I couldn't work out. So I was like, you're too small. Like, I know I'm too small. Get big. So for this season, I literally, I went out one time that whole summer and lifted every single day. There you go. Wow. Steroid free, by the way. <laughs> I swear. But I was like, I'm just going to get jacked. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I need. Put some size on, put some power in the bat, everything. Let's do it. All summer, three months lift, came back. I went from like 172-ish, between 170 and 175 to 183. Okay. I never got yeah, up to 185, but just solid, running faster, strong. I was like, it's the year. Like, yeah. let's do it. You know, came out and was doing really well and then I don't want to say messing around in the weight room but competing with another guy who's you know bigger than me and stuff like that on front squat oh, and shit. I was like let's go you know like he's like I, I don't remember what the weight was and he goes I'm gonna do five and he's like six two two something I'm like go ahead and I was like I'm gonna go with you let's go and we're just going after it. and he did four and he racked it and I'm like I'm gonna get five screw that got my four and the fifth one I was like oh my god oh my god go down come up and I felt like my hip flexor just pop Ooh. and I was like oh then you know when you get like that freakish strength when something happens and you like like people who can like lift a car and yeah don't even look, just you get that random strength and I freaked out and just threw the weight and racked it and I, I was like whoa walk turned back to walk out of the cage, you know, the squat rack, and just felt my leg kind of like just stay there, like it was hanging. I was like, "Oh shit!" What the heck? You know, I'm like, "Oh shoot!" So I went to the training room and, like, yeah, my hip flexor. I think I just, I thought it was just literally like, you know, you tweak it or something. It, you know? yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I was just bugging because it didn't great. hurt that bad, but I did feel it pop. So I'm like, "All right, you know, it's nothing bad." So they, this guy was like rubbing it out, and it hurt so bad. I'm like, "Dude, like that hurts." So I just kept did it for like two, three days, and he goes. You should be fine. It's been about a week, and I'm like, he goes, you should be fine. It should be getting better, and it's not getting any better. I'm like, no. And he goes, let's go get it checked out. I'm like, all right. Go get the MRI. I fractured it. Oh, no. Never broken a bone in my life, and they're like, you fractured it. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. So another six to eight weeks out. So I think uh, our third base coach, Bomber, was like, dude, you're 0 for fall. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're over fall. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, you've never done anything in the fall. You've been yeah. hurt every time. I'm like, uh, you know, and I'm like, you're right. You know, so I was pissed because it was like the best shape I'd been in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I get set back. I couldn't, I had to literally sit in the chair for like six to eight weeks. Hey. Couldn't move. Like in a wheel, and, wheelchair? wheelchair in no, just a regular chair. I oh, had okay. crutches, but Hookie was like so pissed off at me. And that was like, like I butted heads with him about it because it was like, Dude, it wasn't like I was messing around or I was trying to get her. I was pushing myself to get stronger. So we could be the, you know, yeah. I be the best player I can be for the team and for my future. You know, like, 
I was pushing, I was getting after it. You know, like I got really into lifting at that time, and I was like, I was trying to beat everybody in the weight room. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I was like, I knew it was the smallest one probably, but I was like, I'm gonna beat you, 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 and. Some guys, I'm like, okay, I got no shot against you. But <laughs> the bigger ones, I was like, I'm going to get, like, that guy who's 6'2", you know? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Let's go, you know? And that's, I was just trying to challenge everybody. And that's how, like, I mean, I got really into lifting. And so for him to kind of, like, get all, like, just blow me up for it, I was like, damn. Fuck you. I just blew, I, we blew, we butted heads bad at that time. And uh, he finally came back and did well i was like okay got got found the swing because i remember just sitting in a chair and just swinging and i was like i have to swing i gotta do something you know like just swinging and then uh came we played stanford to open up and alumni game i remember we uh i hit a bomb and i was like oh hell yeah like, all the scouts were there and i was like hell yeah like that's gonna make me look good you know like gonna happen like did really well and then all the after alumni game you go to out to the bars with all the alumni mm-hmm. and these dudes got me plastered they're like oh you're the guy who hit the bomb who buy you a drink oh, okay. <laughs> and I remember and it's funny it's like I'll go back to the alumni game and they recognize me as the guy who got like <laughs> the guy who hit the bomb but <laughs> also the guy who got really hammered and yeah. like, basically cared I'm like yeah it was all your guys fault but like it was like uh, Nick Ramirez who just got called up to the big leagues like was buying me a drink. All these guys are like, you know, Kelsey Fulton, the legend, basically. They're like, buy mm-hmm. me a drink. But you don't say no. Yeah. You know, of especially so. if you're on the team at that and you're a young kid, you're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. you can say that guy bought me a drink. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And then open up against Stanford. Did really good. We lost two out of three. And then I don't know what I did. And I was like, that's where like baseball's so weird. But like, I got this figured out. Like, I, I felt so good that series. I was like, I'm going to bat like 600. <laughs> like, that's how good I felt yeah. that whole weekend. And I was like, and that's where baseball gets you back. And I, I always tell my players, like, don't ever do that. Yeah. Learn from me. <laughs> I think I went to, where did we go? Went to U of A. No, we went to Texas Tech. And literally, like, I don't know if you've ever had the yips. Where you, like, where you can't do anything. Like, I'm literally seeing the ball fine, and I cannot <laughs> make contact. Or, like, even in batting practice, I'm hitting, and I'm just hitting it straight to the ground, and I have no clue why. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, so I went from feeling the best I can be with my swing to having no clue what the hell I'm doing to swing bat. I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, you know what? <coughs> Playing the first game at Texas Tech, and guy gets on. All right, you got to bunt him over. I got no problem bunting. I'm like, get him over. I pop it up. Uh, I'm like, what the hell? Get blown up. I'm like, all right, you're going to get blown up. You, I can wear stuff like that. I messed up, whatever. Go out, swing the ball in the dirt, striking it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, I can't see the ball. I'm like, the hell? Like, and that's where I'm like, oh, that's, I was like, and I thought about that Stanford game. Like, you're an idiot. You should have <laughs> never said anything. You went from like, I'm going to get going to slump. The last year, I'm going to go and slump this game to, I'm about 600 now and like and just flip-flopped on me like the season I was like oh my god went to U of A of course I gotta get them back I was pissed off at them mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit a bomb screw them I'm gonna go yard went 0 for 3 just 3 strikeouts uh, 0 for 4 
three strikeouts. <laughs> I had a dribbler back to the pitcher as the only ball I put back and put in play. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And literally punched this fence I thought was padded. It looked really padded. The padding looked really nice. <laughs> punched it, dude. I, I went through the damn thing and like uh, my ouch. whole wrist was just swollen. I was like, holy crap. I can't say anything. Otherwise, yeah. people blow me up. So I was like, I played, I played through it. I was like, screw it. You got to do what you got to do. Like, yeah. You know, played Take through it. Out. I was just so mad. And then uh, went on. Finally, eventually found my swing. We had a mental coach. Mm-hmm. He really helped me out. It was kind of like slowing my breath sound and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, cool. When I actually hit two bombs that weekend. And I was like, all right, we're good. You know, so went on and freaking. It's weird how junior year season flipped on me in the senior year season. Mm-hmm. Like going from feeling like what the hell? Why why are I not getting out? To how the hell am I getting out? Where mm-hmm. I had batting, we had BP against Hawaii. Terrible, like brutal. I was like, okay, don't take your BP there. <laughs> my last round was just so bad. I was like, I'm losing my shit. You know, slam that. I was pissed off. I was like, I can't figure it out. And then I go and line out to the center fielder like three times. Line out to the second baseman and the right fielder, like. Squared up every ball. And I'm like, yeah, but just right. What is wrong with this game, man? Like you suck in BP. <laughs> now you're lining out, and I actually lined it up, lined out to end the game to center field. Like I had lined out everywhere four times, and I was like, all right, you're seeing the ball good. Who cares? I literally hit it. I'm like, that's a base hit. The center fielder literally did not even move and just stayed there. I took three steps out of the box and was like, I looked back like, <laughs> like, what do I do? And it's kind of like everybody's kind of like laughing, but for me, I was like. Not that I, you know, like, I deserve that hit, but it's like, dude, I've had a frustrating day. Give yeah. me one hit at least. Can't yeah. even do it five times. You know, so I was like, dang, I can't buy a hit, you know, and I'm like, Jesus, you know, and then that was, season went okay, and then got into conference, and we played UC Davis Sunday. It was the third game, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, third game. Base hit, whatever, and then our third, first baseman comes up. Hits one down the right field line, and go first third, and our coach sends me home. Literally had a talk with our one of our players like about going head first in the home, and he goes, "Yeah, dude, don't do it. I separated my shoulder. Don't do it." He goes, "I'm like, dude, I've been doing it the whole time. Like, I just I don't I only do it when the catcher's like way out in front where it's not gonna be a collision thing. Like, yeah, I'm just you know, I'm smart about it, you know. And uh, it was so bang bang. The only way I was gonna get in was if I go ahead first. And the catcher was out front enough where I'm like, I'm going to be okay. Went in head first. Was safe. I don't know. I should have been out, but I got in. Safe. But my shoulder popped out. Oh. And I was like, crap. And I look at him and he's like, look at me. I'm like, good. You know, I'm kind of, and I felt it. I'm like, oh. And then I moved my arm and I felt it slip back in. And I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, All right, I'm good. I'm good. You know, go the next next at bat and I actually still have like all the scars from that slide literally like I'm like so I go to the next at bat get a base hit I'm like okay cool like I'm fine you know mm-hmm. go to bed that night my shoulder's swollen like uh, I felt it I'm like crap again don't it's your last year you can't say anything like you gotta play the rest of this year played through it and they were playing uh, I think USC at home took a swing and as I finished it popped out and I freaked out and I looked and the only guy who knew that my shoulder was out was that same guy mm-hmm. 
and he's like he just looked at me and I was like oh and I just pretended to kind of like move my arm and he goes boop and I was like alright I'm good <laughs> I end up grinding out and I'm like I'm like oh shit and I'm like running in the dugout and he's just looking for me and I'm like shut up shut up don't say anything don't. and he goes it popped out and I'm like yeah shut up shut up and I was like God dang. so I had like KT tape mm-hmm. Intel skin shirt that pulls your scabs all this stuff like everything I was like looked like a taped freaking robot I was like <laughs> literally just trying to keep that shoulder and stuff and I'm like God yeah. dang it so play the rest of that year and then Mississippi State we went to the regional for Mississippi State and that was probably like a great story like that was we played Louisiana Tech beat them and then we had to play Mississippi State and this is like you ever hear the left field lounge Mm-mm. the whole history Mm-mm. should watch it on uh, I think it's 30 for 30 and it's a whole thing about that whole it was literally like RVs back there random chairs it's like a whole there's like a history behind it and stuff okay. like that so I'm looking at it and it's like as redneck as it gets and I'm like holy crap like, this is interesting we're walking on the field taking pictures and there's like swings out in right field like and the fans are all back there they barbecue back there and everything like that they're like dang yeah okay. it's like freedom it's really, right there yeah it's all it's all free and it's like I don't think they pay for it I think they just pay for the parking back there and that's it or something oh, shit. Okay. So it's super cheap so like to get in the stadium you're like okay and um everybody's got their RVs you buy a, you buy a spot whatever so <laughs> yeah it's like, it pretty cool and then I was like wow and uh the bus driver was like, came on our bus and he goes, who's the left fielder? I'm like, me, you know? And he's like, I'm going to let you know now. Okay. They're going to get, they're going to get on you. You Latin, what are you? <laughs> I was like, I'm Mexican. He goes, they're going to call you names. Oh, no. Okay. Damn. Just wear it. It's all part of the game. Uh-huh. It's nothing personal. Do not flip them off. You will live. You will. You will die. Like mm-hmm. they will eat you alive. He goes. You know who Bo Jackson is? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, Bo Jackson didn't make it back here. There's an article on him saying he will never go back to Starksville, Mississippi. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, I'm gonna tell you how to get out of this. Okay. First person when they say something mean, they you know mention something. Turn around, give them thumbs up, or tell them, hey, that was a good one. Just wear it. Yeah. You know, understand. Just wear it. I'm like, <laughs> all right. And he goes, another thing. Who's your warm-up partner? Who warms you up in left field? No, the other guy. I'm like, give a kid a ball, okay? After every inning, th- he'll throw it back to you. You don't have to give it to him. Just tell him to throw it back to you. You can hold on to it, okay? And I'm like, all right, you know, so I'll do that. <laughs> We're <laughs> yeah. good. All right, so go. The game's starting. We're the home team. And I'm like, all right, so I'm out on defense first. I'm like, don't say a word. You know, just they say anything. You get locked on batting leadoff, and I'm like, get your first at bat in. You know, like, mm-hmm. let's lock in on your first at bat. You get a hit, all right, and then start kind of interacting with the player. But if it's you feel like crap, lock it in. You know, don't don't mess around too much, you know. Of course, yeah. And uh, so we go. I get up there, and I end up striking out. And I was like, they're going to wear me out. Like, oh, they're, yeah. They're going to get me. Like, all right. Let's let's give that kid let's give that ball to that kid <laughs> like, like right now you know so Plan B. yeah I'm like let's go I go I'm like hey you know warm up I'm like give a kid the ball and they're like hey nice strikeout I'm like okay oh, yeah thank you you know like that's right just being sarcastic oh yeah thanks you know and then uh, go later on in the game uh, I start I get a hit finally I'm like okay cool and they're like 
Lori, then now they're kind of saying nice things, and then this random lady with this deep voice, Hey, Fargus, does Dolores know you do this? Blah, blah. And I was like, My mom's name's Dolores. Like, oh, dang. They did their research? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I was geez. like, Dang, I was like, You're going to call my mom out on this? Oh. Like, Hell yeah. Where's Dolores? I'm like, I'm not even going to answer that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, and, then, uh, and then they started offering me food, and I'm like, do that you know yeah like, I was like you better give me a plate after this and i'm talking to you guys and then uh, there's actually these two guys that are pretty cool um they were telling they were also telling me like hey, how to get out of this stuff and i'm like all right cool you know and i'm like yeah and i'm like having just regular conversation with them in between innings or like whenever we had a pitch and change and i was like all right cool and then uh i come up for my last at now i come up for my like second third at bat and I hit a bomb. And I was like... Over to left field or no? Right field. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, like, cool. I could, I, like, you know, I run and then I hit second base and I just look out in left field and the whole, like, there's probably about, I mean, the whole stadium was packed. I don't know how many thousand fans, but just left field was at least a thousand people. Like, oh, it was, so okay. they're all ripping me a new one. Yeah. Went from like ripping me a new one to like going like just bowing down like the <laughs> hey. and I just couldn't believe it. I was like oh my god like this is sweet I'm trying to like not like laugh yeah I'm like this is awesome you know, like go in the dugout and I'm like all right you know like whatever we get out of the inning and I hustle out to left and the whole again Vargas you're the man <laughs> oh my god but like they're just like bowing down I'm like. Holy, and I didn't know how to act on it. I was like, what the hell? You got 3,000 fans. I'm like, holy crap. I get the kid, I get the ball from the kid, and then they wrote something on there. Like, great home run. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I wish I would have kept that ball. I never did, but play catch. And then uh, that was the, like, we ended up losing like 3-1. to one. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the next game. We lose that one to go to the championship game. So we're like, oh, whatever. So we lose. And our the bus driver is the bus driver for the team, and I'm like, hey, is there any way we can go catch this championship game? Like, I wanna I wanna go thank the fans and let feel. Hey, man, you re- like I thanked them for everything. Like, you really helped me. You saved my ass, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, I wanna go thank them, like, especially I wanna talk to that lady who mentioned my mom. And goes, <laughs> oh no no, I'm like I'm like I'm kidding, you know? But I'm like let's you know like can I uh, like can we any way we can get like you know a ride of them? Oh yeah, you know. So we go and uh, immediately like when I get there. They recognized me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, so, like, dude, they gave me. Everybody has their barbecues. I had three plates just like. Just like. You need to try this. You need to try yeah, that. And I'm like, okay. holy crap. Like, <laughs> you need to have a beer with me. And I'm like, okay, coach is here. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe in a little bit. All right. You know, eating. And they're like, all right, where's that beer? You know, I've got a beer. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah. going to play college ball. So, I'm like, have a beer. And then I see my coach. And I'm like. Vargas, you drinking? I'm like, I don't play for you. And I'm just kind of, uh, <laughs> here and they're like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, all right. You know, so I'm like, I'm like, dude, it was so awesome. And uh, actually still keeping contact with a lot of people. No way. Yeah. So like I actually, when they played, they played Louisiana Tech for the championship. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, get over here, go over here. You need to give this guy a bunch of crap. And I'm like, <laughs> I forgot what this guy's name. He's like an Italian name. I forgot his name. Like, for- dude, just turn around and say hi. Trust me. I was a left fielder last night. They yeah. love me. Look at me. I'm drinking with them. You know, just giving this guy, this guy crap. And uh, we're like, oh, whatever, you know. And uh, it was, that was a great night. Got home and it's whatever. And then 
we flew back home and I'm like, all right, so now they're playing the Super Regional against Arizona and I get a FaceTime call from uh, one of the ladies that was out there, she's an older lady. Yeah. And um, I'm like, what the hell? You know, like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking baseball's done, like, uh, you know. Uh-huh. I answer my phone, like, hey, you know, her name's like Debbie. Uh-huh. I'm like, how are you, Bob? She goes, check this out. And um, puts the camera up and like the whole left field is like, we want Vargas. Oh, like, thousands dude. of fans. I'm like, shut the hell up. That's got to be so yeah. cool. And they had like a sign. Like, it was making like ESPN. It was like, we, that sign says we want Vargas. I'm like, no Dang. freaking way. I was like, this is sick. You know, get kid from freaking Santa Ana. I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. I'm like, what the hell? So they ended up like, after they lost to Arizona, and so their season was done, they ended up sending me like, they're like, what's your address? I'm like, well, out of my dress I'm like oh, they're probably going to send me a cowbell or something like that yeah dude they sent like five cowbells the poster that we want Vargas thing yeah that's so cool uh, t-shirt hats uh, just a bunch of stuff from Mississippi State I'm like dang I'm like damn this is awesome you know like shoot and then now you know you have yeah. a spot to go oh Mississippi. yeah they, they're still trying to get me to go out there I'm like dude <laughs> like I got attacked by mosquitoes so bad there was, oh I, was, like, I bet pox, dude. it was so bad yeah <laughs> Yeah, from there, was like, okay, I'm done with baseball. Like, mm-hmm. threw my bag in the garage. You weren't like, drafted at all? No. Okay. No, they, I did a couple tryouts, but even then, like, I was like, I was just so done with baseball. I was frustrated that I didn't want to do the tryouts. I pretty much did them for my dad. He mm-hmm. was like, just try it. You never know what happens. Look with uh, uh, Ben Zobras. Oh, yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. I was like, that guy wants to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, I'm over yeah. this. I hate this. You know, like, I was pissed. And, uh, again, the draft, just a bunch of guys that, like, drafting, like, the hell did that do? And then you find out, oh, his dad's a scout for this team. Like, mm. kidding me. Like, so, like, politics even in that? Oh, yeah. And uh, I went to a tryout with the Braves, and there was a guy I played against uh, in junior college. He went to Cyprus. And I looked at him and was like, Aren't you the dude that swung wood like at Cypress? Like like the only guy that swung wood and, and he goes, Yeah, and I'm like, You didn't get drafted? And he goes, No, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? You know this other guy got drafted? How the hell is he getting drafted and you don't get drafted? Yeah. And he goes, I don't know, man. Like and then two guys from ASU, one guy was a nasty little infielder. He actually and then a catcher who messed up his shoulder but was really good. I was like, you guys didn't get picked up? Like, I mean, you guys are probably going to get picked up. He goes, we actually got picked up by the Mexican League. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I was like, so did I. Like, you know, like, see you guys out there, you know, talking to them. Mm-hmm. And then another guy from, like, Baylor or something like that. I don't remember him, though. But, like, like stuff like hearing them, like, seeing them there and then seeing another guy that got drafted. And you're like, this is bull. And yeah. Like, you're kidding me. Like, Dang. this dude's legit, you know. And one of my other buddies I played with the Santa Ana, he, I mean... I don't think he did too well at South Alabama, but I mean, not enough to get drafted. I was like, he's still a better ball player than that other guy who got drafted. I'm like, just like, so I was really pissed off about that. We actually had a guy from our junior college team. He didn't even make our team. Went to go play at a shitty junior college team and got drafted. No way. Yeah. I was Ugh. like, this dude didn't even make our team. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe let's see what it looks like. You know, like, maybe he's changed. You know, anything could happen. 
No, it was still seems like, <laughs> you're kidding me. So I was like really no pissed hope. off. We went to Mexico and then uh, they contact dude, you or how did that work out? They just did you um, reach out to them. One of our assistant coaches sent me a text. I guess they had emailed our coaches and were like, so they got in contact. He was like, give this guy a call. And I'm like, all right. I forgot his name. Some, uh, it was actually some white guy. Okay. Dude, and I was like, oh, you working for the Mexican <laughs> league. Yeah. And, uh, and he goes, yeah. And he goes, get in contact. He goes, do you want to do it? And I was like, no, not really. Like, I'm done with baseball. Like, And, again, there's uh, – there's my dad. Oh, you know what? I completely missed that part. When I tore my shoulder, mm-hmm. um, I thought I was going to get cut from Fullerton. Oh, yeah, right. And I remember trying to quit. I totally forgot about this. I tried to quit. I was like... This is before your junior year, right? Yeah. yeah. And I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to quit. Like, dad, look how skinny I am. Like, I'm going to quit before they cut me. I'm not going to get cut. Screw that. I'm going to quit. <laughs> He's like, just trust it. Just trust it. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, dude. I'm not gonna do it. like and that like literally if it wasn't for him, I like me not go, me not believing myself to go play at Fullerton, mm-hmm. do it. All right, you know, and then yeah. again, I'm gonna quit. No, you're not. You're fine. And again, dude, I probably wouldn't even have played baseball like if it wasn't for that dude. Like I give him a lot of props for that. I'm like Jesus, but this time was like going to the Mexico. I'm like, dude, I know you've saved my ass a lot. I really don't want to do this anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm done with it and. He uh, he goes, dude. He goes, honestly, we just suck it up. Give it a year. You don't like it, hang it up. You know, mm-hmm. but at least give it a year. That way, you don't look back like, man, what if I would have done? Yeah, you know, this opportunity. All right, you know, go out there and, dude. Everything you can imagine about Mexico. I don't know if you've been to Mexico. I went to San Luis, which is basically you, my Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like everything I thought about Mexico, like how like it's dirt. Nothing, you know, like I'm like, it was exactly that. I was like, where the hell am I? Like, what state was it in that your team you played for? Um, I started off on the minor league team. Oh, okay. In San Luis, which okay. was uh, Yuma, Arizona, basically. Like literally, like my from my apartment, I could see the border. Oh, Arizona. Okay. And yeah. I was like, Jesus, like okay. And um, I went there, and like literally, the clubhouse we had was like a shack. And oh, I guess the no. day before it had a caught fire. Oh, <laughs> it was like, dude, like it was. How can I describe it? It was like literally going to like a really ghetto park. You know how the bathrooms are just t- disgusting. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. take a crap. It was that clubhouse was like that. Oh it man, it was terrible. And I was like, it's just so dry and hot and stuff. And then uh, there was actually rooms back there, and there was like two rooms, and it was two bunk beds or three bunk beds in each room and like a little small room I'm like all these guys are living here like what the hell I'm like Jesus I'm like this is where they sleep and that's their restroom I'm like dang this is not like a locker room like I had at Fullerton you know and yeah we had course. actually got a brand new locker room at Fullerton so it was like Jesus this is, Justin, huh? this is rough yeah big culture shock and I was like yeah dang and then went out actually Went 0 for 6 my first night. I was like, I haven't seen a pitch in a month, and I actually faced this Cuban guy who had just got released from the Phillies. And I was like, holy crap, like, I haven't seen a lefty on lefty. I'm like, Jesus, man, so I sucked. And then really didn't want to be out there. And eventually, by like the playoffs, I was like, let's do this. I only had about a month left. I'm like, let's just let's just see what happens. Let's get started going to the gym. 
showing up early, working on my swing, and then still really good in the lineup. We had a guy in a, um, that was on our team that signed with Puig. He came over with Puig. Oh, okay. And signed for like 1.1 mil, and he was such a terrible teammate, they released him. They gave up the one point. Like, he was so bad. Like And he is, if you don't know him. Like, I literally hated the dude. Yeah. And then by the finals, he was, like, my best friend. I was like, dude, okay. you're awesome. Like, didn't understand a word he was saying in Spanish. Didn't speak <laughs> a little bit of English. I'm like, my man, you know, so. He got it. Yeah, so he was he was cool. And then, uh, but it was like, if, like, I had to earn my respect there. Like, he kind of, like, I felt it, too. Like, I was like, oh, these guys even want me here. Like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. Don't even look like skin. <laughs> like, so these guys are kind of like dogging me. I'm like, oh man, like it's alright. I don't even want to be here. I don't even like you guys. Hated it. Then the finals came around. I didn't really. I felt. I felt like I earned the respect when we played in Mexicali, and I went like literally head first into the wall to make a play. The ball popped out of my glove, but literally head first into the wall, <laughs> just foul and like. I was like, holy crap, like, that hurt. My shoulder popped out again. I was like... Uh, same shoulder? Same shoulder. And I'm yeah. like, all right, uh, I'm good. And then uh, after that is when, like, everybody started being cool. Like, okay, this kid's actually, yeah, you know, good. he plays hard, you know. And I'm like... Because that was when I, like, before, I'm not going to lie, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, mm-hmm. Kind of going through the motions. Yeah, and then that time I was like, you know what? It's wrong of me to do this to this team. Like, let's get after it, you know, so, like... Went played hard and then got to the the best part about it was started you know like earning their you know respect and then it wasn't until game three of the finals we uh um went fourteen innings or something like that and I had I was like five for like six or something like that it was like I had the game of I was seeing the ball so good and every like ninth inning base base hit to lead off to lead off the inning and like didn't score like god dang it double to lead off the inning didn't score i'm like dude man like i'm having the best game of my life and we can't win this game like they can't get me in like yeah jesus and i finally came up for my sixth at that and uh hit a walk-off bomb i was like i've never hit a walk-off bomb in my life yeah to hit it there i remember we had this big black dude from Chicago who's like 6'4", like 230 and the dude just shredded. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my god. Like, and this dude hit one and it would barely go over the wall. Like, that's how the wind there was just intense and I was like, holy crap. And I don't know if the wind just died at that time or something, but that was all I had and I hit it and I was like, book it. Get to third. Like, we need, I'm tired. I want to go home. Like, ball goes over the fence. I'm like, holy crap. Nice. What's going on? Like, it was nuts, and then my coach, who was actually uh, played for the Phillies back in the seventies, um, he went and gave me the ball. Didn't speak a lick of English or Spanish either, and uh, he put a ball in there. And he put something on there. This ball, uh, put the date on there. Josh Farger, who hit the living shit out of this fucking baseball, <laughs> and wrote on it. I'm like, what? The? Why did you write that? Like. Look at him like, oh, thanks, coach. Like, what did it ruin the baseball? You're ruining. He goes, I'm just kidding. Here you go. Here's the ball. Uh, I'm like, Jesus. Like, it was pretty good. And he goes, he goes, my first one. major league hit. They did that to me, and I thought, I thought I'd do it to you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. dude, that's you know. funny. That's a I good one. I was cracking one. up. That's I was like, a good Jesus, one. Yeah. Then there, 
came home for like a month. Um, dude, I've been dating my girlfriend for like three years. Literally our first year and a half, we haven't seen each other. Like, oh, it's just snap, yeah. I came home for a month, and I was back in winter ball. I was like, Jesus, you know, like, bye, you know. And then went there for a month, trained, and then first inner squad, felt my shoulder, my throwing shoulder this time, not the one that separated, but my throwing shoulder, like, kind of tear from my lat, from my pec to my lat. And I was like, ooh, ouch. I was like, oh, that hurt. Like, that hurt, you know. And then I was like, all right, it'll go away, you know. Whatever. It felt like a shock, and I was like, okay. And then uh, ninth inning, we're up one. Base hit hit to me in center, and I was like, throw him out. You know, I can't feel my arm. Throw him out. Throw it, and just felt this whole thing just just go numb, like hurt really bad. My sh- my fingers like locked up, and I was uh, like, here we go again. Like they told me it was a torn labrum, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. another injury. This one's a major injury because this one's not six to eight weeks anymore. This one's six to eight months. Yeah, because on your throwing shoulder, right? Yeah, and I was like, Jesus, well, labrum. Like, I know I need a labrum surgery on this one, but they're like, it's labrum, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. You know, like, and they're like, hey, look, we're gonna still pay you. You know, go get the surgery, come back and recover. And I'm like, oh, about six to eight months. I bought a German Shepherd. That's <laughs> gonna be dog now. But they were trying to do the surgery out there, and I was like, hell no. In Mexico? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell no. I'm going, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. He's like, got I live in America. Home. Yeah. Got the surgery. Doctor actually told me it was just a lot of debris. He goes, There's not a, it's not a labor. Your labor was fine. I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, so get my shoulder recovered. I'm like, hey, I'll be back in six to eight weeks. And he goes, cool. Now it's like, the fir- that was, that minor league team was literally like two, three months, I think. Two and a half months. So this was going to be my first full season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, do what you can to get your shoulder right, but get ready for this. And you're giving this this one season. Whatever, how it finishes out, we'll decide like if I want to keep playing or I'm done. Mm-hmm. It was like my final, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Spring training, dude. And it was like, oh, my God. I couldn't throw a ball from, I couldn't throw a ball 25 feet. My shoulder was it's like still. I was like, what the hell? That this thing was strong enough. It feels strong enough, and I couldn't throw a ball twenty five feet. I was like, yeah. and I'm telling my GM, it feels fine. It feels good. And I'm like, dude, they hit a ball in the gap. I went to throw it to the shortstop for the cutoff. Threw it, rolled, and it didn't even like normally you know you throw it. If somebody doesn't have an arm, they could throw it, roll, and they could just pick it up. Yeah. On the the ball stopped, and he had to run out to pick it up and throw it. And I was no like. Way. So I was like, that's as far as I can throw a baseball. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I think later on in spring training, going to the wall, shoulder comes out again. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't feel this. Like, my GM was actually trying to cut my pay in half. And I was like, dude, I'm over. like, no. Like, you're only going to pay me that much. And I got to deal with all this pain. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm good. You know, so I actually go to... Do you know Wally Beckman? Mm-mm. No. Uh, do you ever watch that video? He's an independent league, and that coach is blowing up like crazy. Uh, oh, like yeah, a, I think like I've a, seen it on Instagram, yeah. It's like blue, and the guy's wearing like a yellow. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just... I mean, it's like the first video you pop up when you type in, like, Coach Blows Up the Empire. There's <laughs> such a deep, raspy voice. Yeah, I was like... That was our head coach in Mexico. I was like, this guy, like, what the hell? Like, I just... I was laughing. So he's got that deep voice and cusses a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. 
So the next day I go to him, I'm like, hey, uh, uh, hey coach, just want to thank you for everything. I, I think I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't feel my shoulders. And, you know, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't. Like, just want to thank you for everything. And uh, he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're expecting like, hey, no problem, kid. You know, get the hell out of here. I, don't, yeah. I really don't care. You're a youngster. Get out. What the fuck? And I'm like, what? And he goes, did you not see the freaking guy that just walked past you? The freaking sad face? I'm like, yeah, well, what the hell does that have to do with me? He goes, I traded him for you. I can keep you. And I'm like, well, oh, get him back. Like, I'm not staying. Like, dude, I, I was like, he goes, he goes, I know you can't throw a ball. I know your shoulder's not good, which you can run. And he goes, I'm going to use that big time. Oh, okay. He goes, so our owner owned two teams, him in Puebla and then Monclova. And he, Puebla had won the championship. But his hometown is in Monclova, so he changed. He wants a championship in Monclova, so he changed that whole championship team to Monclova. Really? So this is basically like the A team and just the B team. The rest <laughs> of the players go here. You yeah. Know what I mean? Okay. So. So you're on. I, no, I made the Monclova the better team, the Monclova team, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, because I, mean, I they we both practice at the same stadium, and he like, you know. One guy ran one team. Like we practiced in the mornings, they practiced in the day. You know, we got everything handed to us. Like we got the morning practices, so we're not in the heat. They got the one o'clock practice when they're just dying. You know, like yeah. I'm like, we got everything. Like, shoot, our buses were different when we went to spring training games, and it was like, you can't make this any more obvious. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> like, we had the better hotel. They and like, alrighty, you know, like I'm like this is kind of awkward, but. Um, yeah, so I made that team, and I'm like, shit, if I made this team, like, give me a raise, like, shit, so, to go get a raise, and he still kind of, like, shorted me a little bit, I'm like, whatever, you did promise dad, like, you're giving this this one full season, so, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, did it, and it was four months without seeing my family, and it was like, I mean, we went to, like, Cancun, and visited all these places and stuff like that but I was like I really don't like this like this is for the amount of money I was getting paid and then like the narrow roads like I don't know if you've ever traveled like in the mountains of Mexico I haven't dude like it's like a one way lane here but without that little bike lane like it's just like wall on wall and you got big rigs coming at you with a big bus and it's like except there's no wall like it's like you're gonna fall thousands of feet and it's like oh shit if this bus driver falls asleep yeah. Like, there's no coming back. Like, none of those. Like, yeah. It's like, it's done. Like, is it really worth that? Like, I'm not even playing. I'm the youngest one on this team. The, like, literally, the only thing I wanted to do was, like, learn from all the guys in the big leagues. I played with uh, Nigel Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, that was. You ever watch him in the big leagues? The guy who's always fighting. He played for the Nationals. Which guy um, was always fighting? Nigel Morgan. Oh, okay. You remember him? Yeah, I remember yeah. him, yeah. And he was always getting in fights and stuff like that. He was at the Brewers. Like, he was yeah. at the Nationals. Just, I think he had, like, a fight a week. And I was just like... In, in, I remember being a kid, and I was like, if I ever saw that dude, I'd punch him. He's such a disgrace to baseball. Like, <laughs> God, I hate this guy. Yeah. You know, and uh, played with him, and he was playing left, and I was just like, you know, let me talk. He kind of... He's loud, but he's funny, and I'm like, let me talk. Like, hey, man, you know, what... What separated you, like, I'm not saying you're a bad player, but what got you to the big leagues? You know, like, was it, like, a swing change, a workout, you know, like, 
what got you to the big leagues, you know, because it's super hard. I think it was like 6% or less than six, less than 1% or something like that that makes mm-hmm. it to the big leagues. Like, what got you there? And, you know, like, and, you know, he's all, I forgot where he's from. You know, young blood? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, oh, what's up? Man? You know what I mean? He's like, he's, you know, just knowing the game. And I'm like, that's it? Yeah. And he goes, you'd be surprised how many people just don't know the game. Like, just situations. And he goes, he goes, just knowing the game, like, when I'm up, what I'm going to get, you know, paying attention to every pitch. And I'm like, he goes, watch, watch Barton. Played with Derek, Derek Barton, played in the, on the A's. He goes, watch Barton. He goes, watch Willie. Watch the, watch how, during the game, how they act and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, you know, and, uh, okay. You know, I kind of took that. And I'm like, he goes, think about it. He goes, everybody gets after it in the weight room. Mm-hmm. He goes, that pyramid thing. He goes, everybody gets after it in the weight room. Everybody's got a swing that works for them. But what, why, I mean, there's guys in the minor leagues that should be in the big leagues. Why can't they beat that guy up? What's that little thing that's beating them? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, that's what separates that thing. So, like, now, when he told me that, I was like, dang, I got a bigger appreciation for anybody that makes it in the big leagues. Whether they get three at-bats or just, you mm-hmm. know, play to the Hall of Fame level. I'm like, Dude, that's, like, I was like, Jesus, man, there's more to this game than I thought. I'm like. Uh, so like that was pretty cool. Then talking to Barton too. He's actually from Fountain Valley. Oh, is or he? Or no, Westminster. Oh, okay. Right Still local. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, he goes, yeah, I was supposed to go to Kelsey Fullerton. I'm like, oh shoot. He goes, yeah, I took the draft. I'm like, uh, so like talking to him, and then I'm like, oh. so like we had like 11 hour bus rides, and it was like, all right, let's just talk. I want to know yeah, how the hell, yeah, like how these guys get there. You know, that's like when like if I had gotten drafted, I knew I was. If I had gotten drafted, I knew I would never make it to the big leagues. I don't know. I'm just kind of realist. I just want to learn as much as I can. Yeah. To teach to my kids. Yeah. But then other kids from Santa Ana or any kid from anywhere that's kind of like struggling, but you could see the kid wants it. I'm like, mm-hmm. so that's like literally like my main goal is like to find that one kid that like wants it. Like just yeah. has nothing but knows this is his way out. I'm like, I want it. I'm like, I'm going to give you everything I got. It might not be everything, but I'm going to give you everything I know, mm-hmm. and you just take it from there. You you learn as much as you can, and then pass it to the next kid. And, like, that's all I want to do. So that's why, like, when I went out there, I was like, I'm going to sit and talk to this guy, talk to that guy. Yeah, like, there you I just, go. I just want to learn. Like, I knew I wasn't playing. I got, like, 40 at-bats. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much, like, ran, like, pinch ran for our DH, whose name? El Chapo. El Chapo? <laughs> yeah, dude, his name? Why? His nickname was this. Jose Amador. Why was it and El Chapo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did he try the dude was the nicest guy in the world. He didn't act like El Chapo. Yeah. And the nicest guy ever. And uh, he's all working out like crazy. But uh, he it just, dude, swung a log. And I was like, hit a double. Vargas, you're running. Well, I'm gone. You know, yeah. Pinch run and then uh, go play defense. Actually, like, didn't really play defense in the beginning until I made like a diving play. And they're like, Okay, you're 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 our defensive replacement, right? Like uh, ninth okay. inning, seventh, ninth, eighth, ninth inning. You're our defensive guy. And I'm like, all right, I got to roll now. Like, let's go. Yeah. From like the warming up the right fielder to like, hey, you got to roll now. Like, let's go. Like, pinch run. You're playing defense right after. Like, That's cool. Cool. So like, nah, but that's pretty much all I did, and I was done. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'd rather be home, not making any money. Kind of play the play that game being like I do. I lost I lost that passion mm-hmm. big time. I was like I never thought it'd happen. 
but it happened and I was like mm-hmm. you know what the only like like I tell my junior college guys on my luck like I got you know, I got the call to go back and stuff like that on my luck they're always like would you go back like let's say they paid you back and I'm like honestly I would go back for the wrong reasons it'd be like for money because I'm trying to get my future started so yeah. it'd be for the wrong reasons it wouldn't be for the love I was like honestly like I put so much into it with everything. Like I gave up pretty much school. Like I was a dumbass in school. Like mm-hmm. I was like I, I was like there's kids that like half-ass school and then half-ass baseball. You can't do both. Like you either gonna and then there's kids that are like really good at school and then just don't really care about baseball. And then there's kids that really care about baseball and don't care about school. Mm-hmm. I was the really like genuinely care about baseball and eh, I had to do school. school. Yeah. I had to do school for baseball. You right. Know what I mean? yeah. So. I'm like honestly, I'm like I gave so much up for baseball. Like, I didn't drink. I didn't have my first taste of alcohol until I was 21. Yeah. Like, who the hell does that? You know, like I, I didn't realize how rare it was. But I'm like, dude, I haven't had yeah, like, <laughs> especially for like Mexican. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I was, but honestly, I was like, I was like, I don't want to do because I was so invested in baseball and like mm-hmm. I was saying, go out and smoke me. But I was like, I wish I would have lived a little bit more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was so like, I'm not partying. I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I was like, honestly, I was like, I gave up like. I can walk away from the game knowing that's all I got. Yeah, of course. That's why I don't, I don't want to go back. Like, I'm fine. Like, I, like if I, if right now they call me to go play right now, I'll do it if the money's right. But yeah. I really don't care if, if the money's I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to fight them on it. It's right. Either, hey, if the money's there, cool, I'll go. If not, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm good. I stepped away from the game. Like, mm-hmm. That was all I got. Like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Now, maybe could have gone a little bit different. It would have been cool, but... It didn't. So what? I got to move on. So, yeah, that's so, that's pretty much it right there. So, so now you train. Yeah, you wanna, I like train, plug anything. Train these two kids in the morning. Mm-hmm. They're homeschooled, and then I got a from there. Like I was super busy. I would train those kids from like seven thirty eight in the morning to like noon. Wow. Then we okay. had early BP at twelve or twelve fifteen, and then practice from twelve fifteen or our game till. Four ish. That's right, because you're coaching at Cypress, yeah. right? And then right after a game, hitting lessons to like seven, eight. And then from there, I train the kids at my house to like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm like, dang, your baseball bounced in my head. Like, there you go. Holy crap. So that's why I took that break this week. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going on vacation, man. I haven't done yeah. anything. So that was literally like, that's been my life now for the last you know, year. Like, well, I just started working with those kids about six months ago, so okay. I was doing school in the morning and then baseball. Now I'm doing those kids, baseball, baseball and training. Mm-hmm. That's so I was like, that's all I do right now. And then I'm just getting my teaching credential to obviously teach, but mild mod. Oh, okay. I was gonna go into like juvenile corrections. Uh-huh. I was like, I want to do that. I want to work with kids that are troubled. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm done with baseball. I did. I didn't want to coach. I actually said no to coaching. I was like. I want I'm done like baseball's never given all it has but it didn't give me what I wanted you know yeah. I'm like stubborn I was mad at baseball pretty much I was like I'm gonna help kids out you know like that one kid make it you know I didn't make it this kid's gonna make it you know I'm gonna find that kid and it was like you know what uh, JB uh, and Pops Pops was the one that made me get into it but JB actually hates it he says but he's like but JB's just a hard ass that's why <laughs> <laughs> Pops like Get into teaching, dude. You'll love it. Like, and especially my model, what JB does. Like, you want to do that? 
according to what JB does. JB doesn't like it. He's not going to sell you on it, but it's honestly worth it. He goes, it's special ed, mild mod special ed. Mm. And uh, so basically, the mild mod special ed, like, they have a disability, but most of the kids don't have a disability. They're just the kids that are troubled. And like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So they're, he, yeah. goes, he goes, those are basically the kids that are headed for juvie, juvie and so on. He goes, save those kids. I'm like, hell yeah. I'd, I'd, That's cool. I'd, yeah. I'd love to do that. And he goes, you should do that and coach. And I'm like, seeing like, I don't know, man, not like these generations of kids. Like, I know I talk like I'm old, but. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it, it bugs me how. They're. Spoiled. Like. A little spoiled. It, they're just used to things getting their way yeah. faster. And I'm like, dude, man, you guys need to go through a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. would be like. Shoot, and the whole economy head thing, too. Man, we, my whole team, like, especially Santa Ana, we all struggle. I'm like, you guys get whatever. My sister, man, she just got a new car. I'm like, dude, dude the phones get like they get now. I'm like, mean, I didn't get a phone until like junior year of high school. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, God, you, now you kids walking around with earphones all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, the AirPods. Yeah, and I'm like, jeez, man. So I'm like, I got into golf. Like, big, I'm like, huge in golf now. And I'm like, dude, man, I'd rather just. Teach, do what I got to do for teaching, and then go golf. I don't want to help out the kids that are spoiled as hell and don't want it. You yeah, know? Like, I'm still tough. like, I want that one kid that I could help out. Like that'd be, that's literally like, I wouldn't care about making money. It'd be like helping that one kid, or maybe two or three. You know, like, mm-hmm. but like one kid, like, hey man, like, if I can afford it, I will give it all to you. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do, but don't half-ass. You know, like, you need I, you need the paracletes. Like I didn't have that paracletes in high school. I will get you the paracletes. There you go, yeah. Get, but don't stop. Right. You know, don't, like, don't take a day off. Go. Make it. You know what I mean? So, like, that would be, like, the dream. Whether it's my kid, like, or somebody else's kid, like, who just needs to, you know, like, I would, that would be, like, the dream. Like, hey, dude, if you want it that bad, I, but you gotta, like, prove it to me first. Like, yeah. still haven't found that kid, man. I've trained all these kids, and, like, <laughs> still haven't found them, and I'm like, Keep digging, man. Yeah, I know. I work with the middle school. I work at a middle school. Mm-hmm. And part of the after school program, we did like a flag football. And football was my sport. Yeah. But there was this one kid I just really connected with. He loves football to death. And at the end of the season, I gave him my set of ladders and mm-hmm. like another like training bands. Because mm-hmm. I knew, like, hey, like, I told him, like, dude, you're going to, like, if you keep working hard like you have been, like, I want to see you make it, you know? Yeah. So it was cool. Like, yeah. there's definitely that moment you're just like, I got to give it back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we had a kid like that at uh, Cyprus, uh, Santa Filler. He was, I don't know if he's a, I never really, I didn't want to ask or go on with that, but you can kind of say, I think he's a doctor or something. Mm. little, you know, like, not the mom or not the dad. Like, he's little siblings. I'm like, they don't look like they're, like, and he's, like, involved in a church and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I don't know what he's going. And I remember our coaches mentioned, like, he came to practice one time, and he was, like, just really off. And I was like, he looked pissed off and I was like, just bummed about something. I'm like, something going on with him. Like, uh, and I remember talking to him, like, he uh, doesn't have much. And I'm like, he has enough. You know, he's got a car and stuff like that. He's good. But I was like, dude, and he's stupid gifted. Like, just raw pop, the arm, athleticism, speed, everything. I'm like, jeez, he's like 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, I'm like, dude, man go make it like I remember yeah. talking to him like I think he he finally opened up to me a little bit more when I told him my story like me growing up and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he goes uh, he goes okay cool and then he kind of started sharing a little bit more with me and I'm like go make it man like seriously like he's going to Long Beach now that's good I'm like, there you go go make it man like seriously you got you got a chance I think and I told him like honestly like yeah I went on to go play pro ball I went to go do this and stuff like that but 
you're better than me. If I can do it, you <laughs> yeah. can do it. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Like, you're way more gifted than I was. I didn't have your pop. I didn't have your arm. I think I'm better than you defensively, and he's got this stuff. But uh, <laughs> we just, I was like, I'm faster than you. Yeah. You know, like, just going at it. And then uh, I still need to race him, but... Um, yeah, I'm like, go, go do it. I, I think he's he's got the best out of our whole class. I think he's got the best shot. Not, so hopefully, I'm pulling for him. So we'll That's see what up. happens. I don't know. That's pretty much the only kid I would say. Yeah. It's That's the cool. closest to it. Yeah, but he's already older. I'm trying to look for that one kid. That's like just in high school or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe coaching high school. I don't know, man. It's just keep hearing scary things about coaching high school, like with parents and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of politics. Yeah. I know at the high school I went to in Villa Park, mm-hmm. a lot of politics. Yeah. I didn't even play baseball after freshman year. So it was just, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's know. like, I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather, like, I, I've already had the headache from baseball. I'd rather enjoy, like, hey, let's go golf. You know, like, now I can golf with my dad. Like, he still kicks my ass. Me <laughs> Dude, like, I legit dr- I'll drive him by like a hundred yards and this dude still beats me. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, thanks again, man. Yeah, Appreciate you being on the show. Yes, Great sir. story. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of My Mike and I. I'm your host, Noah Alvarez. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you were a first-time listener and really enjoyed that podcast. Also, be sure to leave a rating and a review. I'd greatly appreciate any promotion of this podcast possible. Like I said earlier in the intro, a lot of good content coming out this summer on the My Mike and I podcast. I'm really excited for it, you guys. Again, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, too. Working on getting it to different platforms as well. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez or on Instagram at Noha underscore Alvarez. I'm Noah Alvarez, the host of My Mic and I, signing off. Till next time.